Hey there, it's Lacey J from Space Bear Media, the makers of Lost in My 40s. Did you know that you can go to spacebearmedia.com right now to access all our content, including our weekly video pre-shows where your hosts ponder ethical questions related to the week's episode and answer some fun questions just for, well, fun. Speaking of fun, if you have it, thanks to our content, please consider rating or reviewing Lost in My 40s on your favorite app or recommend us to a friend who loves Lost. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's Lost in My 40s Season 2, Episode 12. It's another Charlie episode, and Derek is going to give it to us, titled Fire and Water. But before we dive into that, we have some stuff to talk about, and it's not the power rankings. We are here to welcome Dave and Ado from Lost the Plot, our rival podcast, I hear. I thought sister. Dave thinks we're rivals. That's fine. Uh, And (laughs) they are here here today to join us for this episode. Uh, What do they call this? Like a crossover, I think, in TV? Something like that? Uh, Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. say hi. (laughs) Thank you so much for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. What an honor and a pleasure. Thank you. Um, so let's see how we we met uh, for the listeners. I decided one day Reddit is not a, like a platform that I've ever really used before. I know Christy has been on it for a long time. And so for some reason, several episodes into recording, I it popped into my head like, you know what? I bet there's like a lost page on Reddit. I should check that out. Main account went there, promoted the podcast. And in the comments comes Ado, I think. It was your account, right? And he's like, oh, hey, what a coincidence. We started a Lost podcast at roughly the exactly same date, and we're also out on Wednesdays. So uh, I thought, I thought well, we were so original. I see you guys start <laughs> up, and I was like, this bitch. Literally, <laughs> literally one week ahead of us. Like, to, it's almost strategically like you, you've positioned your podcast so that people will message us the next week and go, you know, they talked about that on Lost in My 40s last week. <laughs> <laughs> It's called called First to Market. Uh And so I started listening to your podcast. Christy and I both did. Ben and Derek don't actually listen to podcasts. They just are on them uh, because I asked. And so Christy and I started listening. It's great. It's hilarious. And I thought, well, fuck it. Let's just have you guys on. And I emailed you. And like six weeks later, you responded. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) But it was close. And uh, yeah, then so here we are. And welcome. Yeah it's, it, yeah, it's a direct um, consequence of me having so many emails for so many different things that mm-hmm. I occasionally forget to check one or the other for so long. And then, um, Dave, do you ever check our emails by any chance? <laughs> I hear no. not even when you have COVID and are <laughs> incapacitated. <laughs> Yeah, that's to be fair, right. the, the big reason why I didn't is because I used to log in on incognito mode so that I wouldn't log my email out before I knew you could have two Google accounts logged in at once. And uh, it, would, it would send a verification code to Ado's phone every time. So uh, I'd yes. text him and go, can you please let me in the email? That's the main reason why I didn't do it. I can check it now. 
Uh, uh, yes, control I shift see. M is just a reflex view, Dave, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so tell us a little bit about you guys, how how you know each other. Obviously, you're both Irish, if anyone uh, can hear your accents. Uh, and how old were you the first time you watched Lost? Because I think you're, uh, you're not lost in your 40s. No, and we actually came here to do market research. We're going to rebrand as Lost in my 30s. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Both of Best us were form born. Of flattery. <laughs> yeah. uh, both of us were born at the tail end of the twentieth century, uh, nineteen ninety for Edo, nineteen ninety one for me. So we're thirty and thirty one years old, unrespectively. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a messy sentence construction. Y'all remember yeah. all of the Berlin Wall? We don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Wow. Yep. That, wow. That was that was to you what 9-11 is to us. You know, we we talk to Gen Zs now. We're like, you don't even remember 9-11. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I watched both of those things live on on TV. Yep. My uh my family is Lithuanian, so I was raised with a a, a general hatred for the Russians. And uh, <laughs> I remember my grandparents just like cried and cried. I mean, they were overjoyed when that when that happened. And you know, Lithuania got their independence back. But uh, yeah, so I'm guessing, you're I'm guessing one of them was a lot more fun to watch in general. Oh, yeah, we're young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nine eleven was quite terrifying. <laughs> We, um, yeah, we, so we watched, I watched, watched Lost when it was first on the air and mm-hmm. it concluded around the end of my first year of college, which would have been what, 2010. Yeah. Uh, and I had just met Edo that year and I went to watch the finale live. It was like simulcast with the United States. So it aired at like two o'clock in the morning in Ireland. There's a uh, word you don't oh, wow. hear anymore. Simulcast. Simulcast, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think take, I, in fact, I've actually cast. never heard it that way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you know what that word? That word is a word I've only read, so maybe simulcast is. <laughs> it's, so, it's fallen so out of use that there's, I don't know. You know, there would no, be no reason for yeah. 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 yeah, aluminum, aluminum, you know, whatever. It's all. Yeah. Oh, aluminium! I love when the Brits say it that way. How does an Irish person say aluminum? We we say aluminium as well. You we, do. Oh, we, oh, wow. Americans give a shit because it's like it's spelled aluminum, but we put an I in it as well. We spell it aluminium as well as pronouncing it that way. Oh, okay. All right. Got it. Yeah, yeah, if you say that, they'll um, be like, oh, fancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so I had met Edo that year, and he had uh, slept on my floor in college, in my college dorm for the entire year. Um, and then I'll let him take over the story from here, because I got home the night of the Lost finale, having watched it. Yeah, And so I've, heard, I've lo- heard this. Christy and I have heard this. Yes. You talked about it on the podcast. So this, is, this is a good story. So yes, uh, please tell yeah, us, Edo. This is a story that gets trotted out so often whenever Lost comes up um, between <laughs> Dave and I. So it was the morning of an exam that we had. I was just a freeloader sleeping on his floor. He had spent the night over in his friend's place um, watching the Lost finale. On my own, aired. by the way, I might add, she had no just interest. She got up in <laughs> yeah. the middle of the night and was like, here's my TV, leave me alone. So I just <laughs> sat there by myself watching Lost. I had no one to enjoy it with. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Yeah, so Dave had just finished watching the finale. I have never seen an episode in my life, but I wake up that morning fresh as a fucking daisy, ready for my exam. Dave is sitting up in his bed, red-eyed, his long hair at the time <laughs> in front of his eyes and his hands in his, his sorry, his hands <laughs> over his face. And I look at him and I said, "David. David, my child. 
what what ails you what what is the problem and he just looks up at me eyes to his fingers and all he can croak out the only words he can say are it was perfect (laughs) you know what if this show can bring this dude to fucking tears i have got to get on that so got through the college exams and then over the the summer holidays, you know, that year, in between year one and year two of university, um, I hardcore just bulled through all of Lost in, uh-huh. in the space of a couple of weeks. And it was like, great because wow. he would text me periodically, like two or three times a day and go, oh, my God, this happened. And oh, I'm Charlie did this and such and such. We're and, living, yeah. we're reliving through uh, Derek with that right now. The, the oh, yeah. my God. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I still remember texting Dave about the orgy. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Shonda just started watching it um, as, you know, we were starting this podcast and she's uh, Korean. So every now and then she'll text me and be like, oh, my God, what are the Korean people going to do without kimchi? You know, It's I'm a concern. Sorry, I don't know. Yeah. Whereas, whereas if this had been set 15 years later, we'd be like, what would, what are the hipster white people going to do without the kimchi? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's or, no avocado. Is there no kombucha? <laughs> Serious. I'm so sure I'm they can find kale it. in our garden. I could have like find a kombucha farm next to the torch farm, probably. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Which is next to the, um, the tarp farm. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> So uh, you joke that our podcast is a week before yours, but they're actually very different. You guys are really dive deep into the trivia um, in, about the show and the director and, and, and like who directs the episode and guest stars and things like that. It's all very like pertinent and interesting information stuff I didn't know. So the podcasts, I think, are different enough to listen to both. But what I want to know is why? What made you guys, uh, why'd you start? I will take that one. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm afraid of this cunt opening his mouth, honestly. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> if there is one thing I hate about being an American, it's that we're not supposed to use the word cunt. I Everybody here is it. offended by that. It's like my favorite word. It's a good thing. It's a term of endearment here. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and in, in Australia as well, I think it's a, yeah. it's the same. And yeah. Or just, and uh, not even necessarily endearment. We might just say like, oh, I was in the pub last night. There was loads of cunts there. And an American <laughs> just, might go, loads of people you didn't like. And I'm like, no, just, yeah. just cunts. <laughs> hey, wait, man, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah. The reason yeah. I learned is the word bent. You used the word bent. Oh, yeah. Like bitch cunt. Bent, like. Yeah. Bent, be oh, like one. bitch cunt, really. A bin. Yeah. I thought it was a I new type of cryptocurrency. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my bin is down right. 44% today. Yeah. <sighs> All right, we're off track, Ado. Why'd you start the podcast? It was a weird thing. Um, I think it was all to do with the lockdown 2020. Everyone sitting on their hands, pulling themselves off, doing fuck that's, all otherwise. That's us too. That's how. <laughs> yeah. And Dave and I, like, after college, Dave and I just kind of, I don't know, like you'd say we drifted apart a little bit, you know, like you went. I, I, don't, even know I, another. I don't even know if we drifted. I just left the country and I don't like texting. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 
<laughs> that and there were women involved. You had a woman, I had a woman. And so, you know, hmm, priorities and all that shit. But oh, 2020 look, came around. They're like Saeed. They get they yeah. get a girl. That's it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Become> useless. <laughs> all right. So 2020, so, yeah, you're we, locked down. <laughs> yeah. And we ended up getting back in touch. And for some reason, this is the most bizarre thing ever. I had three separate people come to me in the beginning of lockdown and pandemic asking me to start a podcast with them right three mm-hmm. seven your people. magnetic charisma of course oh, <laughs> it's the, the thing to do now magnetism. too isn't it <laughs> <laughs> he's smoldering you see that he's smoldered mm-hmm. oh yeah smoldering intensity <laughs> <laughs> do you guys watch to see jumanji <laughs> that's the rock it's this it's a thing from jumanji i don't know if you've heard us talk about it in the podcast but smoldering yes you guys are the ones in your 40s i've only seen the 90s jumanji what are you doing watching what? these young people movies <laughs> she made she made oh, me watch it on. i actually enjoyed it you ain't seen the new one dave yeah yeah, yeah it was actually good. they did they did two more they did yeah. two, and they're them. both good. And it was a lockdown thing. It was early on, early COVID. I had nothing else to do. And I, I watched it and then convinced Ben to watch it. So now we smolder from time to time. I think at that um, point, we were still on the Tiger King. Oh, <laughs> that was all right. <laughs> what a moment. Yes. Oh, oh making America look great. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, it's like Florida just came all over everybody. Oh, yep. God. Yeah, oh we God. apologize internationally <laughs> for Florida. Um, is and, he the and so superhero many I keep hearing about? Is he Florida man? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Florida man. Yeah. No, I think he's actually in, like, Oklahoma. He is. He's in, well, he's in prison he now. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. that bitch Carol who was in bitch Florida. Bitch Carol Baskin. Florida. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, you've Florida heard of woman. Florida man in in Ireland? <laughs> you you know Florida man? Oh god! Oh, wow. oh, Florida man is famous the world over. Oh, that's not so all heroes. Heroes wear capes. Florida man <laughs> mostly wears nothing. Okay, this, this is this is going to show. This is going to expose how little I, I pay attention to the news these days. Who the fuck is Florida man? Oh I no, honey, know. it's just uh, babe. Like, it's that. It's that every news headline coming out of the state says Florida, oh, well, Florida man does, man. Okay, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. some yeah. dumb shit. There's always some dumb yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 You type but in, you go into Google, thing. type Florida man, and type in a date, and it'll have some kind of whack ass. Like, yeah. yeah like I, mean, I actually had to, I had to explain this to people today by sheer coincidence that the oh, only reason you hear, you hear about <laughs> Florida man like more than in any other state is because the press and the media have a higher level of access to police records than in any other state. In Florida. In in Florida. Florida. That is why you hear so much about Florida, man. It's not that Florida's crazier (laughs) and the rest of the... Oh, no, it is. No, it is. No, 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 no. It's just you don't hear as much about it in places like California or... I think those things are both kind of paddling in the same direction. (laughs) <laughs> Florida and Texas, yeah. See, I live in Baltimore, right. and we just we're we're just very murdery here. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, uh, she just good good respectable came, crime. Yeah, she came to visit me once and brought me a birthday present. It's a coffee mug that just says like Baltimore. There's more here than murder, or something. It, like it, it, <laughs> it says Baltimore, Maryland. There's yeah. more than murder here. Yeah, and there's a little rainbow. <laughs> yeah, the wire. <sighs> yeah. All right. Maybe before this podcast ends, Ada will be able to tell us how they started theirs. Do you, oh, yeah, <laughs> do you yeah. want to continue that? I'm going to keep us fr- sort of on track. 
I volunteered to tell the story because I was going to keep it as short as possible. <laughs> so I pretty much reached the end yeah. of it. Like that, like that yeah. was it. It was 2020. And, and Dave it. and I thought, you know, you know, both of us are loudmouth fuckers. We love the sound of our own voices. Let's do a podcast. Mm. What could we possibly talk about? What do we have a shared passion in? You know, if you're going to do a uh-huh. podcast, sure. Every straight white guy in his 30s is talking about nerd culture and superhero Right of passage. Like yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you, like you're a straight white guy in your 30s. You're legally obliged to start a podcast. You know, as soon as I hit 30, it just, you know, the police were at my door. So we thought, you know, it's got to be focused. The topic's got to be focused. It's got to be something we know. It's something we got to be passionate about that we can crank out content about every week. Hey, yeah. doesn't Lost have 121 episodes? <laughs> there you go. And final caveat, it's got to be something that we will never be competing with a bunch of 40-year-old Americans for listeners. <laughs> 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 Oops. Um, yeah, it is, it's pretty wild how we managed to put these together at roughly the exact same time. Yeah. Now, um, I love how, sorry, I need, I just, one final thing. I love how Ados says it was 2020, like lockdown that inspired this, because we didn't start recording until September of 2021. That's how long it well, took us to I did plan hear you guys. Yeah, I did hear you guys talk about that. Like, it was an idea for a long time, but mm-hmm. you just, you managed to put it into practice at the exact same time we did. See, you could have been first. Uh, well, Maybe. I mean, for any, for, <laughs> like, for any listeners, viewers, or whatever, who think that us starting our podcast at the exact same time is the wildest coincidence, it's not. It was, <clears throat> excuse me. It was the anniversary, the 17th right. anniversary of Lost Airing. Like, that's why we both yeah. started in September of, yes, of, of that correct. year. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's right. Just in yeah. case anyone listening isn't aware of that. I right. guess the odds were pretty, were like higher than you might think then. That we, that we would know, start in like September that. if, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I have a couple more questions. I was going to ask you what your favorite and your least favorite thing about podcasting is, but I listen to your podcast, so I know the least favorite <laughs> You hate the editing, <laughs> um, but what's your favorite thing? So I think I just like having an outlet to air my grievances. Now, I oh, haven't yeah. done it as, as much as I would have <laughs> liked, but I kind of just, like Ada said, we like the sound of our own voice. I my I listen to a lot of podcasts and sometimes, you know, everybody who listens to them, it, it feels like hanging out in a room and in a conversation yeah. you can't partake in. And I'm like, I have things to say and people need to hear them. <laughs> that was pretty much my motivation. That's pretty much my favorite thing about, you know, is, is I get to, like, I get to enjoy the smell of my own farts for two oh, hours. Yeah. <laughs> how, how very millennial of you. You know it. Everyone loves the smell of their own. Well. Don't lie. I mean, not always. <laughs> um, thought, all right. Not always. One, uh, wait, do you have an answer for that, Ado? Ooh, as to oh, what's my do you have a favorite about... a favorite thing? Yeah. Um, I mean, I I love the whole process. I love the whole thing involved. I love the promoting of it. I love talking on the microphone. But I think my favorite thing is just saying to people, "I host a podcast." You know, like, just... <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> I like that part yeah. too. Yeah. Like, because because pe- people straight away think like, "Oh, you know," I mean, like. That like that's an achievement, you know. Like that takes a lot of work, and you know you must have listeners all around the world. And I'm like, yeah, and both of them love our show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That actually is one thing uh, that I kind of love is we we really do have listeners all over the world. Um, We have a bunch in Europe. So I've been okay. So what? Here's my last question: is whether or not I can see if I can get Dave 
to admit where the fuck he lives. So on their <laughs> podcast, we know they're both Irish and that uh, Ado is in Dublin. Dave's been hiding where he lives. I know it's in Europe. So I have been in our <laughs> our listens, uh, like studying where, like what cities there are downloads in Europe. She trying has a to fucking catch him. map. With like well, it little comes with it. Yeah. pins in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm like Carmen San Diego. Can I just jump in real quick and say, pretty bold of you, Lacey, to assume he listens to your podcast. I know. <laughs> oh, whoa, come on now. Come on. So that was my next sentence was, I'm like studying it, like hoping to catch him downloading it while uh. assuming that he's actually downloading it. I haven't caught him so far. I threw some guesses out there in an email and they were all wrong. So... I don't no, know, Dave. I know do you want to? I know. I know, I, come like, clean? I know. I haven't um, fully caught up on your podcast, but I know Dave is a little bit further than I am. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I, I'm far. I, I'm far behind because I don't want to be accused of plagiarizing your material. Basically, oh, you're uh, not. You know, there's, there's lateral thinking that happens, but gotcha. yeah, no, and uh, and you know, sometimes I use VPNs and stuff. Here's me sweating, like. Trying to- <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, nah, I, uh, I'm currently based in Stockholm, Sweden. Hey, and for the two reveal. or three listeners who listen to our podcast that don't know that, you, you know, now you know. In the thanks words thanks of the for written, listening to our crossover. In the words of the great and wise philosopher Saeed, another mystery of the island revealed. <laughs> well done on that accent. Yes, it's oh, good, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna dive into fire and water in a minute here, and we can all uh, make fun of. Charlie's accent or try to be Brits. You guys do it pretty well. I am excited to hear. I know that you have said there are some uh, things that show up in American shows about places like London or Britain that are ridiculous. Um, and I guess it is pretty annoying, right? The the way the Irish accent is is mocked sometimes. Do you guys just really hate like Lucky Charms? Is that just awful? Yeah, potatoes. The big problem with with uh, with imitations of the Irish accent outside of Ireland is, is is that there may be sort of a there's so many different regional accents in Ireland, and mm-hmm. whenever outsiders imitate it, it's sort of a mishmash of what they've caught from those regional accents. So they're just I not see. very accurate. They just sound a bit. Um, I don't know, cartoonish to us, but cartoonish, you know, yeah, uh, like a leprechaun. I'm, I'm never like yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but I'm never yeah. going to get the yeah. nuance of a of a Kenosha, Washington, or Wisconsin accent oh. either. You know, That's so it's understandable. Wisconsin. Oh no, yeah, Wisconsin. Sorry. <laughs> oh, can I'm sure I there's a Kenosha in Wisconsin. Well, I, I'm just it just hit it's, me it's like Kenosha. why you would. Yes, if you're saying it like Midwestern, but it hit me why you would uh, know that city's name, and that's fucking depressing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, so. I knew it before the the riots kicked off because oh, uh, in you? Home Alone, okay. in Home Alone, John Candy's um, polka band, or they call the Kenosha Kickers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Oh wow, wow, kind of interesting full circle okay. here. One of the reasons, yeah. one of the reasons wow. why the Midwest accent is the way that it is was because there was a lot of Swedish immigrants that moved there. Yeah, it was Germans right. too, yeah, a yeah. lot of Swedish immigrants. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's right. That's how they got that. Wait, hold on, is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is some wild trivia. I. Have you yeah. ever heard a piece of information in your life that as soon as you learn it, you just acknowledge, oh, yeah, I'm never oh, forgetting yeah. that. <laughs> there you yeah. go. I love it. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Not a, and not then he ever wants to hear the Baltimore accent. It is Bama. terrible. <laughs> oh, it's it's pretty bad. It slips out of you every once in a while, Christy. It but does. You've, when you've I, when shaken I'm really, most of it off. Yeah, drunk, when I'm drinking. really drunk, then it comes out 
much. The only the only thing I know about the Baltimore accent that I don't like because they used to say it in the wire. Some of the characters mm-hmm. is the double O sound like ooh. They go like yeah. ew. Yeah, <laughs> it's really gross. It's I didn't know Baltimore had an it's accent. Like, it's yeah. like if you were to say instead of saying home, you'd say home. Yeah, home. yeah, we have really? a long O. Um, yeah. <laughs> when it's super pronounced, it's it, it's not very uh, nice to the ears. It's I'm weird. Sorry to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's funny to me watching The Wire. I could always tell exactly who was an actor and exactly yeah. who was actually who wasn't, yeah. a Baltimore mm-hmm. citizen yeah. or a Baltimore police officer or whatever, um, just based on them either nailing the accent or trying too hard. So. The first time yeah, I saw overdo- Dominic like West outside of that it. show, like in an interview, I was like, fuck me. He's from the UK. Like, I yeah, had no idea. Well, like, I he didn't, he have, he didn't have the Baltimore accent. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> have the Baltimore accent. But he, <laughs> but he was, I know his uh, his dialect coach was, was pretty fucking good. He, oh, yeah. The second I saw he was him convincing. speak with a British accent, I was just like, oh, fuck, that's hot. You're like, yeah, wow. Yeah, <laughs> All right, Ben, can you update us on what our power rankings are at the end of episode 11? Yeah, I can. We had, uh, of course, Mr. Echo, uh, big teddy bear. He is flying into the lead. He's at 111 points now. His closest Killing it. competitor, his closest competitor is Kate with 42 points. So wow. that tells you anything. Yeah, Echo's wow. crushing Landsliding it. through season two. Um, All right. Oh, you know what? My bad. Locke is in second place with 45 oh, points okay. with, with okay. Kate in third. So um, let's see the bottom of the barrel. we got a lot of folks kind of sharing the same uh, slots here. Yeah, we, we really have... hate most of the characters in season two so far. <laughs> so let's let's and this character has not even been in season two, but still in last place is Randy, Randy Douchebag. Randy. Randy. He is in season two. He's he is in, in one season episode. two. The biggest piece of shit in time. The biggest boss. piece of shit. Yeah, he's I thought that was in the gnomes one. on his lard. Nope. No, honey, where you been? We recorded where all I've been. of this. Who that is? <laughs> and okay. everybody hates Hugo. Episode four. I, I, for some reason, I thought everybody note. hates Hugo. Was last season, you know? You know no, okay. maybe no, no, no. Last and then, uh, <laughs> and then we had uh, actually Charlie jump into uh, into second to last place. He was not winning a whole lot of uh, hearts and minds last week. Uh, and yeah, then he's I also know tied. that's a never ending fight. They all hate Charlie, and I love him. It's it's a it's a battle. It's, that's because you love hobbits. That's yeah. true. <laughs> and Mr. Cooper, let me let me just let me finish off the power rankings before we move on to the next things. Yeah. Then we've got Mr. Cooper, the organ stealer, rounding yes. out the bottom three. Yes. Thank you. Mr. Cooper is the worst. I don't um, even remember who that is. Can, can I just say this is a, as good down. a time as any? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is as good a time as any to say that Edo yeah. and I are still watching season one on our podcast. We right. we record the episodes sort of a lot closer to the release date. So I just kind of had to yeah. jump into season two today out of context. <laughs> oh. Like, so yeah. I'm, I, I'm yeah. piecing together my memories from my last rewatch, which was years ago. <laughs> right. Um, yes. Well, I'm yeah, sorry so to do that to you. Boat. No, not at um, all, not at all. No, that but makes yeah, this we, even more fun, I think. <laughs> we do our recording <laughs> schedule us. a little bit differently, and like typically we'll meet and do several in one day, and it's just it's easier for us to kind of coordinate that way. I um, wish we had that kind of foresight. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, We're like though. We didn't, actually. When, when we started, we kind of powered through a bunch of it and got onto this, uh, this schedule that we like now, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah, so one thing that uh, we have in common, uh, I say the four of us, Ben and I and Ado and Dave, is that we're all huge fans of Lord of the Rings. I right? am too. 
Oh, Lord of the Rings. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, fuck. Then it's all of us. I just spent like with Ben and I. It's been a thing. Like it was what we first bonded over when we met each other. I have a tattoo on my back. It's it's a big thing. I want to make Lord of the Rings Nazca into a podcast. Look. You have a Lord of the Rings tool. stamp. <laughs> No, oh, no, it's, it's not a stamp. All over the back stamp. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. my entire uh, back. It's a it's, it's poem a, a from the book. Tome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like an eight-line poem on my back. Nowhere near the tramp area. Um, but I could maybe I could put like Gimli's face there or something. That would be fun. <laughs> 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 uh, or even funnier, I could put Gandalf with just like you shall not pass. Exactly. Oh shit. All right. This is gonna be our longest episode ever. Yep. That's how we do lost the plot territory. I know. Some of your episodes are two hours. It's a it's a massive commitment. Uh but I, I powered through all of them uh just a couple weeks ago and, and I'm all caught up with you guys as well. Commiserations. If you can think of a if you can think of a better word to siphon list a better way to siphon listeners from Joe Rogan, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you want the Joe Bros. No. No. <laughs> no. All right, Derek. Just offer offer them some horse dewormer. Horse <laughs> yeah, dewormer. Right. Oh god. I was gonna say, Ado, you have a lovely singing voice. I uh uh, uh thank you. I you sang, uh, you sang La Mer. What the, you sang La Mer? The fuck did yeah. I sing? You sang, you sang La Mer. Yeah, the, the fish the, song. The the fish song for that Shannon. Oh, uh, uh, the one that Shannon did. The French. Yeah. Yeah. I have no, I have no lovely. recollection of really? singing that. Really? Oh, you did it well. No. So y'all are drunk too oh, when you do your great. podcast. <laughs> yeah. try to make. They want to smash cans with Jorge Garcia. Hell That's yeah! That's true. Yeah, that would be Hell pretty yeah, fucking do. awesome. Well, if he goes on your podcast, you better send him our way. Yeah, right? we'll just, him. just we'll FYI. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try this one more time. Let's see if we can do it, Derek. Do you want to get us into uh, season two, episode 12, Fire and Water? It's a wild one. Yes, I do. All right, let's do it. so the episode opens in what appears to be a flashback and in flannel pajamas and rabbit slippers a young boy comes down the stairs to find his brother opening presents by the christmas tree so he runs over to the tree in his rabbit slippers and looks for gifts with his name on them but he can only find ones labeled liam where are my presents well, I'm, I'm terrible irish accent <laughs> the boy says, he's, not irish. he's english english, he's english. <laughs> yeah uk swing in a manchester Right over here, Charlie. I, let me just say wife. that I'm 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 glad that my Irish grandmother is dead before I said that Ireland was part of the UK. Yeah. <laughs> she would have been really angry at that. Oh yeah. She'd be like, I'm glad that my me? Irish grandmother is dead as well for unrelated reasons. Another thing we have in common. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, this is going to be a four-hour episode. All right. Right. That's fine. That's all right. That's all right. We'll do it. So his mother enters the room and pulls the blankets off a piano and tells him that he's special, and someday he's going to get the entire family out of here. Okay. I just imagine no. that when, when when she pulled that thing off, it was like, it's a work desk, and you're going to be an accountant. 
<laughs> Listen, this is some fucked up shit. You can't, you cannot put the pressure of like taking Seriously. care of the family on your what, like eight year old. What the fuck is do that? You, no wonder you know what happens up to be when, a when, screw up. When when kids like that end up getting screwed up by their family that early on, do you, they turn into Nickelback. Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> also, Chinese. <Johnny's- laughs> Charlie's mom wants them to get wants him to get them out of here with here being a home that any millennial would trade a limb for. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It, it has like rooms. It's also right. the most American looking house I've ever seen uh, that they're trying geez, to sell okay. as British. Are we gonna talk about this? His his mother is absolutely his mother is absolutely not played by a British actress. Her um, accent oh, really? is shocking. Actually she is. Really? She must be trying to do a northern accent then and she's a southerner because it's bad. Like, what the fuck is that accent that Charlie's mother does? It's so bad. I thought she was South African. Really? Yeah. I want uh, I want to hear I want to hear why the house looks American because that is interesting. But I also want to mention just for our American listeners, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the UK, the, the UK's north is like our south, right? It's the backward bumpkin sort of people and the south of the uk is like the north of the u.s the cities and the culture and that kind of thing is that generally correct i mean not not so much anymore i think the divide is more sort of the southerners are considered a bit more elitist a bit more posh and the northerners are a bit more working class industrial yeah Uh, okay 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 but having said that there's been like a huge political shift like uh they used to call it the uh let me see i always get this mixed up because blue is democrat but in the UK blue is conservative. So there oh, used okay. to be a there used to be a red wall, which is all Labour voters in the north of England. But uh, they've done like a 180 since Brexit because a lot of them are Brexit supporters. Uh, okay. My boy Dave dropping some knowledge. I didn't know. I knew <laughs> yeah. Shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah politics you know, is my um, thing. When Brexit happened, uh, that was when I knew that Trump was going to get elected. I just, I saw it. I saw the wave of what was happening. And, and when it actually happened, I went, fuck, like we're it in all, trouble. It all uh, started yeah. with Harambe. <laughs> no, it's true. It feels like- no. It's true. Lacey and I actually had this conversation. It wasn't Harambe. It was before that. It was the day that David Bowie died. That's when mm-hmm. everything fucking got screwed up. And we ended up in another timeline. We slipped into another timeline is what happened. Yeah, it's what it feels like. Yep. Tell me what an American house looks like. Why Why does that house not look British? It, Dave, do you want to take this one? It's, <laughs> no, because I don't agree with you. First of all, maybe I'm in a vast minority here. Dave, do okay. you agree with me that that house... Not especially. I could. I, I'm trying to. Bring, I only watched this episode today, but I'm trying to bring it to memory now. But I can't really. It looked. It looked pretty like British working class to me. Okay. Maybe. Well, maybe not though. Can, can you? Do you? Can you think of any sort of distinctive characteristics that that made you think that? Or was well, it just I mean, a sort of I general up, vibe. I grew up watching, you know, TV shows from Britain. Like something I'm not sure you're aware of. Even though we do have our own TV shows and shit here in in Ireland. We get all of your media from the States as well, like mm-hmm. all of it. And we get all media from uh, Great Britain as well and, and the rest of the UK. We get okay. all their shit as well. So we've got everything, right? So 
there's just something about seeing the interior of a house. My brain is instantly triggered into thinking, oh, that's an American house right there, straight away. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I get it. I you can't know, really, like, you can't really it put it, it into words. On it. But you know it when you see it. I get it. Okay. Gotcha. It's, it's generally, yeah, it's generally just the giveaway is the gun racks next to the beer posters. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'll do it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Even uh, geographically, where you're located is, I mean, minus an ocean, kind of sandwiched in between those two big superpowers that like to vomit their shit all over the country. And you guys are right there. I follow a lot of British stuff, too. I grew up on British shows. My Irish grandmother, uh, we used to watch Benny Hill when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And uh, and then my family, it was everything Monty Python when I was younger. And so I still do that. Like, I love <laughs> British comedy. I watch all of the comics. You know, I, I love 8 out of 10 Cats and 8 out of 10 Cats does Countdown and Would I Lie to You and yeah, oh, yeah, all yeah. of the shows. I watch them all on YouTube. All the YouTube. Jimmy Carr stuff. Oh, God, I, I love Jimmy Graham Carr. <laughs> Graham Norton. I love Graham Norton. Graham Norton's a <laughs> yeah. national treasure. He really, yeah, yeah, he really is. And um, I can, well, I just go on YouTube and go down like British TV show rabbit holes all the time. Love wait, wait, sorry, it. Sorry, sorry, I'm a sorry. big fan a- of Ado- the Great British Bake Off. Ado, do you not like Graham Norton? There's I know he made thing. a funny face. <laughs> yeah. There, so there's this thing that British media tends to do where they'll ac- accidentally claim an Irish actor or sports person to be British. In uh, their newspaper oh yeah, he's Irish. Whatever. That's right. Yeah, and yeah, Graham Norton's Dave, Irish. Dave has yeah, kind yeah. of just done the same thing here, claiming Graham Norton <laughs> oh, is Irish. That's... He's Northern Irish, so he's, no, he's from not. the UK. Yeah, he what is. are you talking about? No, he's from Dublin, isn't he? Or or, or oh, hang on, or something. I got on. I fact check. Live fact check. <laughs> Live fact check. <laughs> I'm, nearly cer- I'm nearly certain he's not. He's not uh, he Northern is, Irish. Is he from Cork? He's from. He was oh, born in Clondalkin County, Dublin. Oh, I'm thinking of Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah, Liam Neeson, Neeson, Graham Norton, same guy. Can you imagine Graham Norton in fight you and I will kill you? Let's bring this back around. (laughs) Liam Neeson later plays the father of Maggie Grace. Damn, that's right. She's the daughter in Taken, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Is that the only other thing she's ever done? (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, Maggie. We Grace, are never um, getting through this episode, are we? <laughs> we hated her so much in season one. I mean, not the woman, not the not the actrix. Yeah, no, Maggie uh, Grace. I'm sure dear she's Shannon. lovely. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, woo! All right, so we're gonna forty minutes in. We're gonna get to the second paragraph of the outline. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Derek. Let's call this podcast "Lost in Forty Minute Chunks." Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So young Charlie sits down in for by, behind him, uh, Liam's adult voice says, come on, baby brother, you come can't on, save brother. the family if you don't learn how to play. And young Charlie turns to see adult Liam playing with Voltron in a diaper. I fucking Just loved Voltron. What? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. That was the first Voltron, too. Not one, not the, the second one that was all no. the different vehicles. That one was, no. what, why did they do that? It's right. not yeah, this is before the the two Irish lads were born. I don't think Voltron yeah. is around anymore. And I, I form the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get the reference, but I never really watched it. It's oh, like a yeah. cultural osmosis. It, it, it doesn't. Yeah, it didn't age well. No. Um, can I just say that I I was a little weirded out by the diaper thing at first because I had forgotten about too. the scene that comes later, and Agreed. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. kid wasn't wearing a nappy. What just happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Made sense later on. All right, Derek. So adult Charlie is now sitting at the piano and his mother is asking him to play. 
but he turns around to see his uh, father butchering meat at a counter that has appeared in the living room. And his father is saying that Charlie's music will never amount to anything. And he tells him that he needs a trade while chopping a doll in half. It's a really strange sequence there. It is. And it's and it's more of this, like, let's just make fun of anyone who's in the arts and tell them to get a real job. There's so much of that in this show. It's obnoxious. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, a, it, it's a nice dynamic, though. I, I like the way that they immediately show the sort of like pressure that's on him because they've got his mother on one side yeah. saying, hey, I'm fostering this. And then daddy on the other side saying, you know, accept reality, chopping meat. Like that, that's it's a funny difficult position that, to be in because you're you're kind of torn between your parents. Because you're a child. Because yeah. you're a child. It's funny because yeah, yeah. I, was, I was back in Ireland over Christmas and uh, my dad was cutting meat and he told me there was no money in podcasts. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. He's right. He's right. Yeah, I mean, you guys can't even afford an editor, you know? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, absolutely right, dad. Medium rare. Yes. <laughs> so Charlie begins to play the piano and then he's on the beach and the piano is sitting in the surf. Um, Aaron starts to cry, and Charlie realizes he's inside the piano. And at first, he tries to pry, pry open the top, but then he gets distracted by the jungle swaying in the breeze. The piano topples Who over, wouldn't? and it is... <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, he's just a baby in a piano. But look at the yeah. pretty plants. Look at the trees, yeah. <laughs> is that Vincent? <laughs> <laughs> Coral! you know what ben and i started watching the walking dead again because we make fun of it so much in this fucking podcast and yeah we powered through we're already in season four uh because the seasons are so short it's so boring i'm guessing you must (laughs) have had the walking dead i stopped after season one because it got dull yeah, I got five in and i was like i'm out fuck this so that's the first time i watched it every season's the same I have a very special and odd relationship with the TV show, The Walking Dead. I, for years, no, No, she (laughs) she had terrifying nightmares. I had zombie apocalypse nightmares. It was always different, but it was just the theme was recurring. And I would wake up at two o'clock in the morning and Kayla would be like, go back to sleep. And I'm like, nope, can't. Zombies are trying to get me. And that would just be it. And for years, I had. That went on for years. You couldn't sleep. (laughs) And then I, Walking Dead came on one morning and I was like flipping through what was on demand. And I was like, well, you know, it's 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. I can watch this. 10 minutes in, I was like, I need vodka. Um, (laughs) But honestly, after about season two, I don't think I ever had a single zombie apocalypse. Because you realized, oh, a zombie apocalypse wouldn't be scary. It would just be really boring and repetitive. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus shots fired with, with, with MAGA. With MAGA, you're basically you're basically dealing with zombie apocalypse, except these zombies right. vote and have guns. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Like 35 percent of our population just, are just zombies right now. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. I think zombies are more brain. More brain brains, yeah. Brainful, more yes. No. Good, yeah. good, Brainful. good. Christy, you got the words. You have the there best words. Have, a, have another <laughs> one. Finders yeah. full of the best words. Oh, fuck. We haven't even made it to Boone's the title farm? screen. We have not made it to the title screen of the episode. Okay. Also, so, Binders full. That is oh, Binders that. full. Yeah, you binders. remember that? that that's binders a Mitt women? Romney reference. Yes, Mitt Romney. Yes. <laughs> things are simple. I had binders I of women. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh, my well, favorite no meme after... Uh, my favorite meme after that happened was just a, a photo of Bill Clinton that just said, so tell me about these binders. 
Fuck. All right, Derek, I'm getting us back on track. Go ahead. Okay, so the piano topples and is pulled out to sea with Aaron crying inside of it. And Charlie wakes up on the beach, jumps up, and looks for Aaron, who is not in his cradle. He runs up to Sun, panicked, and asks where Claire and Aaron are and if Aaron is okay. And she looks confused and points to them just a bit down the beach. Charlie runs over and hides behind a tree watching Claire and Aaron on the beach. And he sees Locke join them and play with Aaron. Claire's all smiles. Charlie backs away into the jungle. Doesn't look too happy. He's no, very jelly. He's, yeah, he's got a yeah, creepy, and creepy we, face. And we get finally get to the lost title screen. After 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you notice right, now so that, that baby is almost as big as she is? Yeah. Like three yes. or four more yes, episodes. It's going to be taller yes. than her. It went from one episode the ne- to the next. They took out some like skinny kid and put a big old fat one in there. It's definitely Seriously. not the same kid. Maybe they've been feeding the kid too much avocado toast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Boomer. Thanks for that. I'll take that. They do that in Ireland? They do the okay, Boomer? Okay, Boomer. Yeah, I mean, that's that's more of an internet thing. I, I uh, always identified more with Gen X. You, know, you guys don't give a shit about anything. That's, that's the attitude I want. <laughs> yeah, we're cheating. Millennials, yeah. They're, 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 too go- they're too much like they're go-getters. I don't, it's not my vibe. Yeah, yeah, Christy and Derek are both Gen X. Uh, ben and I fall in this tiny little micro generation, the Zennials. So we're, we're, we're technically uh, very, very old millennials. Geriatric but a, a millennials, lot of us, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's what they call us. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Geriatric. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Derek's. All right, so it's day 54 on the island now, yeah. and Charlie tentatively approaches Claire while she's uh, tending to Aaron <clears throat> to hand her some cloth diapers he made. I'm going to call them nappies from now on because I think that's a, that's just a better descriptor. I like yeah, the that's word. not. Yeah. I've never heard it. Other, you know, we Nappies, don't use that yeah. in the United States, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think I Charlie wear gym says pants. that too. I, I wear tracky bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> These are the things I learned. I like just watching in betweeners. That, that's basically where all of my oh. my knowledge of uh, pop culture and <laughs> British comes uh, from. swear words British comes from yeah, yeah. from the in betweeners. Yeah, clunge. That was one I'd never heard before. I was like, oh, that's a really, really great word. What is it? Clunge. That is a Clunge. fucking amazing word. Clunge. Clunge. Yeah. What does Clunge. that mean? It means, well, it fanny. means vagina. <laughs> it's like fanny. Uh, yeah. It means vagina, fanny twat, cunt, but pussy. also clunge, fanny, twat. Fanny. I haven't heard fanny yeah. in a while. Went out to the club last night. I was knee deep in clunge. Hey, you sound <laughs> just like him. <laughs> get up to my nuts oh. and guts. You could you can Such get through that entire show. show in like six hours. An afternoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. All right. I made a note. All right, Derek. See if you can get us through this episode. <clears throat> okay, we're, so we're off the chains a- today. We were way off the rails. <laughs> so has he been asking about me? And Charlie says, trying to make a joke, and Claire just says, "Charlie, don't." He sits down and apologizes again about the statue, and he says he wants things to go back to how they were before. And she says, "There was no before, Charlie." Ouch. Before asking him for some space. Charlie says goodbye to Aaron and leaves. So we go to the flashback number one, and in Rockstar sunglasses, Charlie's in a hospital looking through a window at a newborn baby wrapped in pink. A blonde woman in a hospital gown joins him. They hug and gush over the baby. She tells him that she named her Megan and then asks where Liam is. Charlie calls her Karen and gives an excuse as to why Liam missed his plane and his daughter's birth. And then they end up, they stare a little more at the baby. 
Just seems I love so that confrontational her name is- now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that her name <laughs> like, is Karen, and it's just yeah. like yes, Karen. Now that it, it has automatically been redefined. It really yes, does yeah. because <laughs> the way the way you read that out there, I just picture Charlie going Karen. 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 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when he said her name, that's the first thing that came to mind was Karen. Was like, oh, oh, she's a Karen. Got it. I yes. really feel sorry for like nice Anyone women named who Karen? are named Karen. Yeah, yeah this lady d- seemed like she couldn't be nicer either. So now Charlie is entering his apartment through a private elevator in a wall painted like the Union Jack, like all British rockers are required to do. Let By me, law. <laughs> By yes. 100%. <laughs> Let me tell you how sweet it was as an Irish person to watch that Union Jack ripped apart as those elevators opened. <laughs> oh, yes, I can imagine. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's not as patriotic as you think it is. Lucky <laughs> 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 our law. He's evil by the kinks is playing, and on the far side of the room is a piano that he got for Christmas with a lit cigarette resting on top. You know, I actually met I actually met Ray Davies from the Kinks. From the Kinks? No way. Yeah, he was he it was really, really weird. Uh my my mom's second husband, his his brother was married to um a ballerina in the and she was in like the, the Dallas ballet or whatever, and somehow she knew him. And then who they ran with or something like that. So they ended up being at a party that we were at, just like, awesome. like a catfish fry. And Ray Davies was there. I was like, that. I That's didn't know who wild. he was at the time. And I only kind of found out later when I started listening to the Kinks. I was like, holy shit, I met him. My husband's favorite Christmas song is by the Kinks. Yeah. Uh, and this is also Father the song Christmas. that's playing. And the, this song that was playing is the one that Charlie was singing to Jin in an episode, a couple episodes ago. Same oh, no, song. Right. Is that the one where he says, thank you, I do have a beautiful voice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that scene. That's what he's singing. Ado, have you ever had a run-in with any of the kinks in your line of work? He's met like a bunch of famous people. <laughs> Just, <laughs> have no, you? No, not the kinks. Um, no one from the kinks. Um, counting Crows, Disturbed. Like, oh. I mean, a lot of bands, right? Um, really? Re- like Disturbed. Like Adam Durrett. This podcast. Counting Crows okay. is one of my all-time favorite bands. Oh, for sure absolute shower of gentlemen in real life they're they're phenomenal <laughs> they're really really nice um but relevant to this podcast i've only ever met one lost cast member oh and they haven't even appeared in in the show yet it's a uh, okay I'll, I'll just say the name eloise hawking no shit because okay. she's an irish she's an irish she's, actress, irish, like, she's like, an like, irish she woman. Oh. okay i actually yeah, used to work with a guy who's in the last season oh no way yeah. I've lost. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I actually talk about my encounter with a lost cast member. I'm trying to remember what episode it is. Uh, is it Deus Ex Machina, maybe? I, I think it was a, a lock episode. I don't remember. but It it's, was a lock it, episode for sure. It, it's a lock episode, yeah, when I, I talk about it. Um, so if if, if uh, Dave ever gets around to listening to the podcast, uh, maybe he'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, let's see if we can finish this flashback, Derek. Hey, at least we're on page two. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so Charlie then finds Liam passed out on the couch with a belt around his arm, and Charlie yells at Liam to get right and get to the hospital while cleaning up the heroin supplies. Should be called paraphernalia. <laughs> Liam Apparently says no. it's called gear. Oh, gear. That's right. Oh. They call it gear. I prefer yeah, impedimentia. Ooh. <laughs> Liam says not to worry because he saved some for Charlie. Charlie tells Liam to clean himself up because he's a father. 
He tells Liam that he's got a daughter named Megan, like mum, Liam says, and smiles. So back on the beach, Kate, Kate is helping Sawyer do some physical therapy on his shoulder while Hurley is roasting something over a fire. Hurley wants to know how well Sawyer got to know the tailies. Yeah, they call them the tailies. We call them the backenders because yeah. I'm dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> he then talks about how that Libby chick seems cool. Both Kate and Sawyer crack smiles at Haley's crush, and he gets embarrassed and runs away. It's Sawyer really calls cute, him Jabba scene. in this scene. Jabba, oh, yes. So God cringe. damn it, Sawyer. Yeah. Yep. So, I know. It's like, I try to remember the first time that I watched this if I was offended by these things, but I'm not entirely sure that I was in the mindset of like, uh, of the culture that like we've adopted today. Yeah. And I wonder how many of them I laughed at when I first watched it. And now I just, I cringe, just like, yeah. oh, God, why, why? See, I laugh and cringe. I laugh <laughs> well, first. I still laugh. And then I, feel, yeah. and then I, feel, and then I feel guilty for laughing, and I kind of go, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm still not really all that acclimated to, I'm still yeah. a few years behind the curve, I think. The interesting thing here is that Hardy doesn't even blink. He's just yeah. used to it by now. It's yeah. He's like, yeah, Sawyer, yeah, I'm going to get You know what? If I'm worth over $100 million, you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> I don't care. I'm rich. <laughs> Anna Lucia and Jack come walking out of the jungle looking chummy, and Sawyer comments on how this is the third time he's seen them come out of the jungle together. What do you suppose they're doing out there? He asks Kate. Mm-hmm. Bumping uglies. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, Kate's got something to be jealous about. Yeah. Down down the beach a bit, Charlie is tuning his guitar. He hears Aaron crying again and looks out into the ocean where the crib is floating. Charlie screams for help. I do like when he's tuning the guitar because I, I mentioned this earlier. I'm like, unless you've got um, a guitar that's made out of fiberglass and you have strings that aren't metal, like a guitar in that environment is going to turn to shit really, really, really quickly. All and the salt, they, they yeah. actually showed him in this time. It looked like it looked like they were like it was all rusty and he was like, like it wouldn't even hold its tuning, which that would be if you're if you have a guitar and that's like the last thing that you have, that's like the last vestige of your former life. That would be fucking awful because it's just a matter of time. So Charlie screams for help after seeing the crib floating and takes his shirt and shoes off and dives into the sea. He gets to the crib and drags it back to shore, and Aaron is fine when he picks him up, but then suddenly Claire sees Charlie sees Claire and his mother on the beach dressed as though they've been in some religious painting. Yeah, that was a really weird Also, thing. I thought the yeah. hobbits couldn't swim, and suddenly he what? can fucking swim. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it's a dream, so. Right, yeah, he's dreaming. <laughs> oh, right, hobbits swim in their dreams. Duh. Uh, okay. <laughs> the women tell Charlie that Aaron is in danger and Charlie must save him. A bird flies out of the painting and over Charlie's shoulder. I think it was a dove. Yes. It was. Curly, yeah. Curly appears in the painting dressed as a monk and asks Charlie what he's doing. It is now dark and everything is normal. Harley questions Hurley. Harley. Hurley questions Charlie <laughs> again, saying it's the middle of the night. <laughs> Booth. He wants to know why he has Aaron. Charlie looks down and sees he's holding Aaron while standing in the surf. I don't know, he tells Hurley. Charlie starts screaming that Aaron is gone. Claire, God damn it. I stole the baby. (laughs) Claire Claire starts screaming that Aaron is gone again, and Hurley yells that he's okay. Cool. 
<laughs> Dingo stole my baby. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's really, oh I think that, those are the only words she ever actually says. She says two words, baby and Charlie. That's all. That's like the, her <laughs> entire fucking. Charlie. They went into, she know, went in to do the screen read for this. Peanut butter. Uh, oh, that's, that's right. Yes. Peanut butter. And steel. That's the other one. Oh, wow. So Claire, Kate, and the others run towards Charlie, who hands Claire the baby. She takes Aaron and then slaps Charlie across the face and walks away. Yeah, Charlie she does. scratches his head in confusion. I mean, slap. I would too. Look, yeah, I've had slap. I've dissociated more than once in my life, but I never like stole a baby and ran into the ocean with it. <laughs> what the were fuck? Were you ever Imagine were you a, were you ever in a situation where a baby was handy though, and you were near the ocean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm not. I don't think so. <laughs> so you haven't truly been tested in this way. <laughs> haven't haven't truly. I'm just saying, like from his point of view, how fucked up is this that you're just suddenly come to in this situation i feel for charlie the poor guy yeah, yeah i did too at the beginning i can definitely <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> i mean by I, the end i was like what a fucking loser yeah what a nutcase <laughs> I can relate. Yeah, my, my girlfriend only told me the other day that apparently while i was asleep i like i woke up and i thought that you know i'd only woken up momentarily in the middle of the night my girlfriend got into bed after i'd fallen asleep i woke up i was like eh, and then i rolled over my back asleep no, she told me what I actually did was I rolled over in the bed and started masturbating next to her. <laughs> and I thought this was a I thought she was like joking with me for so fucking long. I was like, no, you are fucking with me. Because I've never so much as sleepwalked. I don't you were, talk in my sleep. None of this shit. You were sleepwanking. Sleep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was sleepwanking. Sleepwanking. Um, you just changed one letter shit ever. Every single one of my husbands has sleep wanked at one time or another. I have seen that happen. It is a real fucking thing. But oh, the yeah. point I'm trying to make is being told that you did something that yeah. you weren't conscious of aware doing of, right? Is is actually kind of terrifying. It's, oh yeah. 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 Unless you're wank unless you're wanking and then it's just funny. I guess this, this Charlie can also be thankful that this could have been a lot worse. He could have been holding Aaron and, and wanking. Yeah. And wanking. Yeah. <laughs> he was lucky, really. Well, he is, yeah. he is Catholic, uh, so... Oh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, there's boys. definitely some sex confusion going on. Yeah. Oh, God. Derek, can take us out of here. Help. Sawyer and Hurley are playing blackjack on the beach, and they argue about the rules and strategy for the game. As Libby walks by with some laundry, Sawyer encourages Hurley to join her by saying, I'm sure you got a load you need to drop in, don't you, Jethro? Ew. A God load damn. you need to drop in? I can't take it. Can I, can I just... I thought it was funny as fuck, can, can, can I slightly spoil a, a segment later on? I know it's not my podcast. I'm sorry if this is... Oh, yeah. Term, within but within the episode, my, you can say whatever. I want to hear about no, no, explain the Jethro sorry, reference. No, not even that. No, <laughs> okay. I, mean, I, mean, I mean jump ahead on one of your guys' segments, which is to say that my best and worst moment of the episode are both when Sawyer says, you have a load says to drop in. <laughs> yes uh so hurley shies away saying he's waiting for his moment sawyer laughs and tells him his moment is now before yelling out hey libby she turns and hurley waves hey yourself she says to him flirtatiously yeah like she wants him it's so obvious she is down for the mayor of island town she's down the clown (laughs) with the mayor (laughs) hurley wants to give her the best two minutes of her life Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Hey, Libby, I have a load to drop. What are you Ew. doing? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's so nasty. <laughs> that's funny. All right, lot, Derek. Lot I guess I guess they couldn't. I could, they couldn't get away with Sawyer just saying, "Hey, you want to cream pie her?" Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose right this was a little more. A, uh, <laughs> right when I took right a sip took of coffee, uh, yeah, and it's forever yeah. trying to make me ruin one of these microphones. So Locke's, Locke Lock <sighs> ecstasy hatched to the door, and Charlie's in the jungle waiting for him. He tries to explain that he was sleepwalking and didn't mean to take Aaron. He wants Locke to put in a good word for him with Claire, and Locke wants to know if Charlie is using again. And that's sort of a desperate attempt right there. Like, oh, put yeah. in a good word for him. He's like, what? Uh, yeah. what? what are, we, are you not 13? paying attention to what's going on around you? That's that's like yeah. telling the girl's dad, like, can you put in a good word with your yes, daughter for me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to date your daughter, dude. Ew. <laughs> so this pisses Charlie off, and he says that Kate can see a horse, and others can see Walt running around the jungle, and nobody cares, but if Charlie sleepwalks, he must be on drugs. Kind of has Charlie a point there. Lies. Yeah. Charlie then lies and tells Locke that he and Echo burned all the statues and that there isn't any heroin left. Locke tells Charlie that trust needs to be earned back and he should leave Claire and Aaron alone for a while. Charlie gives them a, a death stare. Yeah, he's full of those this episode. Yes, How can is. this be your decision? <laughs> it's, that, it's that same look. <laughs> they, get, they get him with the eyes up like that. Uh-huh. Totally. So we go to flashback number two, and the members of Drive Shaft are all sitting in director-style chairs wearing bathrobes. So Charlie, can, is to- can we can we have a new rule that now that Shannon's gone, that Drive Shaft is now the... <laughs> I'll take that, yes. Okay, cool. Charlie is sleep sipping tea, and Liam looks sick. Charlie is worried Liam won't be able to do this, but Liam tells him to sod off. Mm. Charlie reminds Liam, lest you forget, we need this. And the director that's tells sad. the band to get that's, on set. That's sad. We need this. We need a diaper commercial. That's not good. Yeah, that's, considering that's the really bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they take off their robes and are wearing only diapers with giant pacifiers hanging from their necks. It really looks so stupid. <laughs> Each band member is <laughs> I look like going, what the fuck? Reminds me of my rave days. <laughs> used to wear diapers? I, no, the pacifier. pacifier. No, the pacifier. Because of that ecstasy. <laughs> Each oh, band member from trying to swallow your earlobe. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so each band member is where is handed a package of nappies as they climb into a huge crib. Now, was anyone else very sexually aroused at this? <laughs> no. <laughs> ben. That's why I that's why I'm in therapy. Okay. I will okay. I will deal with this. Hey, no kink This is an actual here. kink. It okay. is. It's an actual kink. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, like yeah, diapers? Grown yeah. men dress up in diapers. Who was that thing you told me about that <sighs> story mean, some time back? Like some some guy or some some kid found pictures of his dad like eating shit out of a diaper and his dad killed him. Okay, why did you have to take wow. us there? Like why? Because that's what we're gonna edit out because of the <laughs> editing process. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise I won't have fuck all to do. Okay, was anyone else aroused by that? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Now we have to leave it in. (laughs) Thank you, Dave. Thank you for going with me on that little adventure. Bunch of fucking Quakers. Um. Hey, Ben. Yeah, babe? 
got any special occasions coming up that you need a card for? Is this a trick question? No, it's an advertisement. Is this about barbcards.com again? They can go. So I suppose you're going to remind me that each handmade card is only $1.50. Mm-hmm. And they don't come with busy backgrounds or flowery poetry. You got it. Barbcards.com offers to-the-point communication within several different categories, including our favorite, Potty Mouth. And if you can't find what you want, barbcards.com can do customizations. Can I still get all of my cards for no more than $4 shipping, no matter the size of the order? You know it. Barbcards.com has got all you need. Hey, Ben. Oh, my God. What are we selling now? Merch. Our merch? Yes, sir. Shirts, coffee mugs, wine tumblers, bottle openers, stickers, magnets, and more. Your choice of product and your choice of Space Bear Media Graphic from any of our podcasts. Please tell me we're not making merch now, too. (laughs) Of course not. We'll stick to podcasts and Pixis products will do the rest. Thank God. I bet you have more to say, though. Sure do. Pixis Products is a small business run by a local mom, but local to us anyway, who needed something else to do besides being a snack bitch. A what? A snack bitch, also known as a mom with a young child. There's still more, isn't there? Yepers! Pixis Products works with other small businesses for supplies, art, and other collaborations at every opportunity, including ours. In fact, Pixis Products even gave Space Bear Media our own storefront on their site. You can find us at shopspacebear.com. Say what? You heard me. Go to shopspacebear.com and buy something. Back to the show. Did anybody else notice that the the ad was for buddies diapers and they sang you all every buddies, but on the bag it said bubbies with a B? What the fuck is that? What? Really? Yes. So they sing it with a T, but it's drawn on the bag with a B. Because they say oh, you so all every buddies. Yeah, you all every like buddies, but it's actually. Uh, I, I is guess it a cutesy so. like because babies don't know how to spell. Bubby? Oh, maybe. (laughs) Or is is it pronounced Bubby? (laughs) No, it's it's not like a Jewish grandma. Hans! I'm your white knight. (laughs) You know, the thing is, is, is regardless of whether it's Buddies, Bubbies, or whatever, the lyrical changes don't really impact the the, the content of this song. It's still dog shit. Yeah. All right. You can change any word and probably make it... uh, I just don't know what marketing executive would thought that like drive shaft would be able to push nappies, you know, like what, yeah. what yes. young, what yeah. new mother is like, Oh, that band I like endorses these more like, you know, more like drive shat. Derek, take 15. Someone <laughs> says before the director yells action, the band members then begin singing an adjusted version of, you all, everybody. Neither can they. Did you just hit puberty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, Mr. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Let's do it all together. One, two, three. You all. You all. My ears. Yeah. Yes. If well, my throat is also very dry because I drank too much last night. Oh, I'm dehydrated. Um, all right. So if any of our listeners still have eardrums, <laughs> let's yeah. continue on. Instead of saying you all every butties in a diaper commercial, three of them dance in unison while Liam fumbles around in the back laughing. During the third course of you all every butties, they run to the front of the crib and stick their asses through the bars. That's terrible. That's sash. terrible. <laughs> what is happening? That's and when Liam I knew I had a problem. In, oh my entirely God. out of the crib. In my mind, Liam is the only smart one here because why would you not show up to something like that on heroin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. right. I'm not doing that sober. Why, why would you yeah, want to no, be sober? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing this sober. Why would I do that sober? Seriously. <laughs> So Liam falls backward entirely out of the crib, and the director tells Charlie to get rid of his brother, but Charlie refuses, and they're all fired. What? So back on the island, Libby and Hurley are doing laundry together in the hatch. She shows him a cute top she found in the bag. Is that what the kids luggage. are calling it these days? Laundry? <laughs> laundry in the hatch. <laughs> oh, God. He was doing laundry in her hatch. Oh. <laughs> in her hatch. Is it, what is this, oh, a tampon fuck. thing? Oh, yes. God. <laughs> I go from nappies Sorry. to... What do yeah, they call yeah. them? What do, you, what do you call tampons in Ireland? Just tampons. Okay. Same yeah. word. Less fun. There you go. Vampire uh, <laughs> <fun>. tea bags. <laughs> little, little verbose, but yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. So she asks him if he thinks <sighs> she can pull it off, and Hurley just stares at her. Yeah, he looks so uncomfortable in this scene. He doesn't pull know what off. to do. He's, He's like, off. oh my God, give yeah. me some space. <laughs> yes. You're moving too fast. So she tells him that when a girl asks a question like that, she's looking for validation. Hurley gets a confused look on his face and says, Do I know you from somewhere? Mm. She tries on the top and tells him that she remembers him being the last one on the flight, sweaty with headphones on. He stepped on her foot, which is why he thinks he knows her from somewhere. She gets the top on and asks him how it looks. It's awesome. He replies <laughs> while trying not to stare at her braless titties. <laughs> this woman never no sense, fucking though. wears a bra. Why does she never have a bra? And you're running around everywhere. You need to. There's going to be sweat and you have. Put on a bra. I mean, from what free. I, well, I mean, Hurley's are bigger, bras. and he's not wearing a bra, so <laughs> yeah, he has the moves. Yeah, I would imagine so it would be called a fair bro. point. Uh, <laughs> yes, at least yeah, on bro. Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, also, shit. Libby um, was in the tail section of the plane, and Hurley was near the front. So, how did Hurley step on her foot? I made a note about yeah. that. It makes no sense. If she was in the tail, how could he step on her foot right. when he was boarding? Yeah, that's yeah a there's good a lot point. of inconsistencies with that um, plane. Like we talked about this in our episode early on, Charlie comes out of the bathroom at the front of the plane. He that's why yeah. he gets his heroin from there in the pilot, and yet he somehow ended up in the middle section. You know what? I right. made the same assumption. However, if you if you watch that episode a little bit closer, he does actually make it to the mid part of the plane to strap into a seat when the crash is happening. But I thought the same thing oh. when I first. When we first recorded. Uh, Every day is a school day. 
So Charlie approaches Mr. Echo on the beach as Echo is puts is putting black X's on trees. Charlie asks why he's marking them, and Echo replies, "Because, because these are the ones, are the I, ones like. I like." Okay. Oh, alrighty. <laughs> yeah, I like. Okay, these trees. so should I get a piece of charcoal and go out in the woods and walk around? I don't know. There's not a tree. Gotta face it. There's not a whole lot to do. Like you know, <laughs> that's true. It's gotta other, be so other than hunter boring. survivor types of things, like you got to entertain yourself and these are make my some friends. tree friends. These are my friends. I made them. <laughs> Goddamn tree hugging hippie. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie wants to know if Echo told Locke about the statue he gave him. The old wanker knows something. No. He tells Echo. Wanker. No, that was wrong. He, he said, word I love. He, I think he, he says doesn't bald say old. Wanker. He says the bald yeah. wanker, not the old bald wanker. Bald wanker. Yeah. Sorry, that's yes. my fault in the timeline. Yeah, but wanker is another great word we don't use I in love the United States. I like that word. Yes. Great. He t- um, Charlie tells Echo about his walking dreams of Aaron being in mortal peril. Echo suggests that maybe the dreams are meaningful and Charlie should do something to save the baby. So Charlie runs up to Claire's tent, but Kate intercepts him. He pushes past Kate and tells Claire that Aaron is in danger, but he, but he must. But he now understands his dreams. Charlie insists that Miss Charlie insists that Mister Echo baptize Aaron, and he's screaming about it as Kate drags him away. Yeah, Kate was very aggressive here. Yeah, nice. yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Rock, I, I would have been knocking the shit Stella. out of Charlie too. Get the fuck away from Claire and the baby. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't. And if you what, and if you look you in thinking? the background of the scene, actually back in the bushes, you can see Mr. Echo sitting there just giggling. You're so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> watch, 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 watch it again. Watch it again. I swear that happened. Well, there is someone that was watching it, but it was Locke. Mm-hmm. Several mm-hmm. feet away. Mm-hmm. Creepy. With so this creepy this whole, Locke stare. Uh, this whole thing kind of kind of bothers me a little bit because okay, they're they're talking about the, you know keeping the baby safe. Baptizing doesn't do that, right? You're talking about okay, well, if the kid dies, then you know purgatory heaven or whatever. But why don't I, I feel like they're they're sort of missing the missing the train here on on keeping the baby safe, and they're basically already just kind of planning it. I afterlife. mean, not if you actually believe that. If you actually believe in purgatory and heaven and hell, that's probably the ultimate act to to get the Purgatory's baby into been- heaven. They got rid of purgatory. Right, right. I know they ago. canceled it, but yeah. <laughs> they got rid it's of like it. If you, if Does you it mean genuinely it existed believe before that, then? yes, yeah. but it's been they shut it pause. down. It wasn't turning profit. So <laughs> exactly. They <just> <laughs> <laughs> Capitalist Catholic. You know? <laughs> They're probably the richest organization on the planet. Anyway. Uh, please let don't get me started on the fucking Catholic Church. So Anna Lucia is building her shelter and looking good, and Jack brings her tarp. <laughs> brings her a tarp from the tarp farm. She wants to know what happened with the others in the jungle. He tells her that they put a gun to Kate's head, and so they had to give up. And then she asks him, "You hitting that?" That's so early two thousand lingo. Hide a smile, <laughs> yes, hitting that. He's Jack fucking tra- baser. She didn't say you tapping that ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> going to drop a load on that Jack one, tra- Jethro. Guys, <laughs> oh my god, you guys fucking. Are you guys fucking? <laughs> <laughs> she totally wants I mean, to right? question. You know, yeah. you're hot. I mean, she's hot. Whatever. Yeah. But like, Anna Lucia wants to get down with Jack, right? Like, that's obvious, oh, yeah. isn't it? And yeah, I think she, I think she. Yeah, I think she just wants to get on anything with a pole. Anything right now, she's yeah. horny. <laughs> oh yeah, she definitely wants to give Jack a few clean fingers. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Jack tries to hide a smile and says, I'm not hitting her. While breaking into tears. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's I good wish, at. God, I wish I, I could, could, hit it. could imagine him doing it. No. <laughs> <laughs> she likes the bumpkin. Yeah. Charlie makes his way through the jungle to his hidden statues. He looks around before uncovering him, picks one up, stares at it, and then smashes it open. He picks up um, two baggies full of heroin and stares at them. I kept having a vision in the scene is when he, when he pulled the Virgin Mary statue away, Locke's face was right there. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> He's like hiding in his hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just right behind Locked the thing. Locked. I want to say something. I want to say something about this scene as like a, a former rave party drug addict. Um, I, I understand this sort of, it sounds like a squirreling it away. That yeah, that Charlie just wants it near him. But I can understand that feeling of like I don't want to do it, but just in case it's there, so it it keeps you from feeling desperate. I guess people and people yeah. cigarettes do that kind of shit, right? Yep, they leave absolutely. a pack of, yeah. pack of when yeah. I was when I was quitting smoking, I did that. I found it so much easier to quit if I knew there was tobacco somewhere near because I always used rolling tobacco as opposed to like you know rolled cigarettes. If I yeah. had a bag of tobacco somewhere in the house, it was easier for me to stay away from it. But if I knew I didn't yeah. have anything, m- no, it was impossible. I would, and then yeah, it would like, consume you know. your brain. Yeah, yeah. and I- I'm glad I'm not the only one who felt that. That does not I feel work like with. The- See, I did that cold turkey that I quit smoking actually ten years ago this month, and I just quit. Didn't have any. I gave my pack away and said, "Congratulations, congrats." Nice. That does not. That work doesn't with, work with uh, what with, with junk food. Right. If you have junk oh, no. food in the house oh. and you're trying to give it up, You'll eat it. just just keep it out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's my B- policy baked goods as well. Is yours. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll eat a whole fucking cake if it's in the house. I will just eat a cake. Yep. <laughs> so, um, all right, I'm glad I'm not the only one that feels that way. I feel like the writing that it, it, the way it's written and the way it's acted, I feel like you're supposed to think that Charlie is just making up some ridiculous excuse. But mm-hmm. to me, it always it was it felt like a genuine thing. But he's so. not using it, even though it's been there. So right, yeah. right. He could I have feel, time. I, I feel like the writers are a bit more. Um, uh, sympathetic to Charlie than the characters in this episode. I feel because they, they it's funny. You, so? like okay, yeah. so you get yeah. his you get his his view. I'm on not it, sympathetic yeah. towards him this episode. You're not. Well, see, I I'm really the one. I, I empathize with Charlie, and you guys are hard on him. Well, I liked him you. at first. First season, I liked him, but he just turned into a. Oh boy, um, then you are gonna hate next week's episode. No, he turns Anywho. into a right proper little <laughs> take wanker. I mean, the right little git. I don't really love the Charlie, like any of the Charlie stuff at this point, but I totally get on board with that as long as I have it. Also being someone who smokes cigarettes and has, has quit many times and has gone back to it. Um, so I think that the mindset of anybody watching it, if anybody has been an addict, even if it's something as small as cigarettes, which is really kind of a big deal, um, then we understand, whereas people who have never had any major addictions would be like, well, why, why does he have to have it like sitting yeah. in a hole? Yeah. What, what yeah. benefit? Yeah. So there are right. two very different mindsets, um, and two different ways to look at all of, all of the Charlie stuff. I think I tell you, uh, for and people cigarettes who've are never been deal. addicted, for yeah. people who've never been addicted to something, the closest I've ever been able to come to describing what it's like to have that thing near you're eating chicken wings, right? Bear with me now. Come with I'm me. There. On the I'm there. 
I've literally been on a chicken wing kick myself right now. <laughs> All right. And you've got you. the hottest sauce possible on it. You okay. are able to handle that sauce better if you've got milk near you. Uh-huh. But if you don't, if you've got nothing, then you can't cope with it as well. Or maybe that's just me. No, 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 I, th- I no, love that's spicy a good, food. Yeah, I, that's I a good, eat yeah. the spiciest shit I can eat. And yes, I'm, the milk makes me feel more comfortable if it's nearby, oh, no. knowing that I can end the pain. Yeah, you see, I can't handle spicy food. I mean, I'm in pain looking at a jalapeno. Huh? Lacey oh, wow. and I actually I know spicy for me. stuff. I mean, I love that. <laughs> Lacey and I actually I met later, each but... other working at a restaurant that prided itself in our mm-hmm. absolute... Um, I don't it was know, hot sauces of hot sauces. Yeah. It was walls of hot sauces. You could pull anything and use it on your wings. Yeah. I do want to oh, say wow. before we move on into flashback number three, which we have to do sometime today, um, Christy, cigarettes are a big deal. I had a harder time quitting cigarettes than I did the shit I was putting up my nose because they're, it's so they accessible. It's, it, no, you know, I, like it's, I, I it's always the around chemicals they put in there make it addictive. Yeah. And cigarettes yeah. actually, like, I don't know. I've heard that it's harder to quit smoking cigarettes than it is to quit doing heroin. Um, I, I, believe I only it. said, I only said it may not be that big of a deal, meaning anyone who's never had any kind of addiction problems oh, would yeah. probably say, Oh, you smoke cigarettes. This person does heroin. I feel sorry yeah. for the person who yeah, does yeah, heroin yeah. trying to well, kick yeah, it. Looks- you know, so yeah, I, I personally think that cigarettes are a very big deal because it's I don't something wish- that plagued me. Yeah. I don't wish quitting. Life. Quitting. I've seen you quit cigarettes probably ten fucking times in twenty years. I uh, I don't wish that on anyone. That is a hard fucking thing to do. Yeah, it was hard. It yeah. was really hard for me when I'd go out and drink, and everyone yeah, around yeah. me because in Addison, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas, you can still smoke in bars. No. Oh my god! And so I was surrounded by all these people smoking. I'm going, God damn! I really like to have one, but I just didn't. Good. Good for you. Maybe that's why I don't have to anymore because I sit around so many people smoke. I get the secondhand smoke. There you go. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right, Derek. Flashback number okay, three. Okay, flashback number three. So Charlie sits at the piano. He was gifted as a child writing music. And Liam walks in and tells Charlie that Karen kicked him out because she thinks he's dangerous. He starts to cry and tells Charlie that he dropped Megan. Good. Caught her on God, the first Liam. bounce. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie tries to comfort him by telling him that he's been writing again and has a new song about two brothers. He sits back down at the piano and plays and sings, Funny Now, You Finally See Me Standing Here. Funny Now, I'm Crying in the Rain. All alone, I try to be invincible. Liam joins him on the piano. (laughs) (laughs) Except this one's called Liam You All Everybody Part Two. Uh, I hate when Buzz play their new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a concept album. So Liam joins the piano and they sing together. Together now we can be saved. Liam loves the song and they talk about how if they how it could be the good old days. Charlie looks excited and then Liam asks him for some heroin. No. So sad. (laughs) You got any on you? You got any on you? Oh, this is terrible. Watching the, like, the the more of this story we get, the more we watch Liam, like, drag Charlie into this fucking hole before he abandons him. It's infuriating. Yeah. 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 Liam is objectively a piece of shit. He Mm -hmm. is. So back at the exact moment in the jungle, Charlie is staring at the bags of heroin when Locke does what 
Locke does what he does best and just pops out and says, I'm disappointed in you, Charlie. Oh, man. Charlie tries to tell Locke that he's got the wrong idea and that he's about to destroy it all. And Locke finds it convenient that he says so after being caught. Locke says he's not giving Charlie a choice this time. He's taken the heroin away from him. Charlie begs Locke to believe him, saying that the heroin is the island's test for him and that he will pass. He then implores Locke not to tell Claire or she'll never trust again him again, and Aaron is in danger. You have to believe me, Charlie says. You've and Locke replies, You've given up the right to be believed, Charlie. Ouch. Yikes. He's not wrong. Want, yeah. He's no, not he's wrong. wrong. He isn't. I want to find out something interesting about this scene where Locke calls Charlie out for telling the truth only after being caught. Do you remember back in season one when that happened between he and Saeed, when Saeed Mm -hmm. called him out about the gun and then he gave him the gun and Saeed said, you know, that didn't make you truthful. It made you adaptable. Adaptable. I thought it was interesting that we basically relived that scene with different uh, different characters. Um, yeah, Charlie just keeps digging himself deeper in a hole. He cannot yeah. like escape his lies. And uh, it's unfortunate because I feel for him, but he just keeps making the wrong decision at every fucking turn. Yeah. <sighs> so Locke is back on the beach and Claire approaches him. She wants to know if she can sleep in the hatch for a while. Didn't didn't <laughs> he actually say? <laughs> Why did you say that? Is like that it what was they're sexy? calling it? Yeah, well, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. He actually asked. He asked. She asked. Bleep. Locke asks her. <laughs> so how's our boy? Oh, yeah. she did. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Our boy. He did hmm. say that. Locke says the alarm going off every hundred and eight minutes wouldn't be good for a baby, but offers to move his camp closer to hers. She then asks him what he knows about baptism, and Locke tells her that it's spiritual insurance <laughs> to ensure that a child will get to heaven should anything happen. He then tells her that Aaron isn't in any danger, but that Charlie is focusing on saving Aaron because he can't save himself. That's real as fuck. Yeah. Yep. Deep. Hashtag. Yeah. Very deep. Locke is deep. <laughs> and then he gives, uh, then he gives uh, Aaron's foot a little squeeze. I thought that was cute. Oh, I didn't oh, notice yeah. that. Oh, he did. Yeah, you're right. It's nighttime now, and Charlie starts a fire in the tall grass between the beach and the jungle. As he's walking away, Saeed tries to enlist him to help lift something. Now's not a good time, Saeed, he says as he walks past. Saeed then sees the fire and starts screaming. He runs to the camp, grabbing tools to fight the fire. Locke leaves Claire and Aaron to help save Saeed, or help Saeed and gather people to form a bucket line from the ocean to the fire. I Charlie love how immediately Saeed sees this thing immediately and he, he understands from the prevailing winds that it's going to burn the whole fucking camp down. Lest we forget, mm-hmm. the camp is built on sand. So uh-huh. it's, I think it's That's fairly difficult right for the fire to jump to jump from. I, I suppose like if the tarps are all, um, you know, flammable, then maybe. But maybe. It, it just seems really, really quick for him to assume that a little brush fire, you know. Maybe shadow away, left gonna... tanning oil everywhere. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he's become well. He's useful again because Shannon's gone. Yeah. Well, then you, gotta, you also got to worry about that when Sawyer comes up and starts fanning the flames with his jacket. He's all greased up all the time. He'd be like a human torch. Like you don't <laughs> oh, want yeah. him anywhere near that fucking thing. Yep. 
He's an and Sawyer needs to understand. There's a difference between smothering a flame and fl- and like you know fanning it because he just goes up there. He's like, "Hey, we got to put this out." It's like, <laughs> actually, no, yesterday, maybe I put the jacket on and jump on it if that's how you want to do it. Maybe that's just yesterday. Sawyer being sorry. Sawyer is like, oh, "Fuck these guys! I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> make a fire spray." <laughs> yeah, how you like well, that, flamey? Yeah, yesterday there's actually someone who poured. Um, hand sanitizer on themselves before they got tased and they caught on fire when the cop <gasps> tased them. There's a video of that. Oh, Am I, I, me, I'm guessing America. this happened in Texas or Florida. Yeah, I don't know where it was. It's was Florida man? Yeah, Florida, Florida man. man. Seriously. <laughs> You're, you, hit the, you hit the nail on the head with America, though. Yeah. 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 That is the hellscape America. we live yeah. in. <laughs> It's like that's right, like a really really island. like white trash version of the of the Buddhist monks in in Vietnam. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God. Self immolation, yeah. Yeah. I don't know ben how someone could do that. Is desperate to take us to the darkest fucking possible place today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Next way to get some I went black on the outside because that's how I feel on the inside. <laughs> Speaking oh, of boy. dark, Charlie stands just feet from Claire and Aaron with his hoodie pulled up staring <laughs> at them with that Evil stare again. Yeah. So we go to flashback number four, and Charlie comes home to his apartment to find that Liam has sold his piano. Dick. Seriously, bro. Uh, what the yeah. fuck? Dude. Dick move. Yeah. Curb I mean, stomp him. Charlie accuses Liam of putting the profits up his arm, but Liam insists he's been clean for two days. Well, happy anniversary, Charlie yells. Yeah, what's he do? <laughs> Liam wonders aloud how long Charlie has been clean. Uh, Charlie demands to know where the money is. Liam tells him that Karen was going to leave him and take Megan away. So instead, he agreed to go to a rehab clinic in Sydney. I had to go all the way over there. Uh, Well, I guess because her relative, but. Well, they wouldn't be on the plane if he didn't. Right. (laughs) That too. (laughs) Karen has an uncle who lives there. That's probably why. All he needed was the money to get them there. I have to do this. I have to take myself, take care, take of myself for them, for my family. Liam tells Charlie before leaving him pianoless, I'm your family. Charlie screams as he follows Liam outside. He asks Liam about the band and the new song. Liam tells him that he'll call him once things settle down in Australia. I think he yells out, I'm family, like three or four times. Like, mm. Yeah. 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 I'm I mean, I family. get it. Okay. Like, I get he's trying to do the right thing for his family. And obviously we know he eventually cleans himself up or whatever. But he had to sacrifice his brother to do that. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, like, it's that's just so, so wrong. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Sacrificing yeah. your brother and, and the altar of self-interest. Like, I, this yeah. guy's. I fucking hate him. He is one of the worst <laughs> characters in this yeah, show. Yeah, he is a piece of shit. He is... <laughs> Liam is one going of those people that tries to convince today. you that I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt you by making myself better, and somehow that makes me a good person. Oh God, I would throttle him. <laughs> Ben's in a dark place today. We got a timeout here from Christy. No, it's oh, fine. You like I just, that? I just wanted to make sure that the everybody was still on it because some people's faces are frozen on my screen. Oh yeah, we're here. Have the been. sound's I been good. Hear everybody, but yep, hear good. everybody's voices. How drunk are you right now? <laughs> have another glass of wine. <laughs> I want to hear Jesus, everybody's voices. I love you guys. <laughs> oh man, y'all are the best. We're best buds. All right, come I'm on. Cheers to live in Baltimore. Right. Let's. I know. Let's, <laughs> well, there's not. Yeah. Oh. Damn. <laughs> I was gonna cut, cut that, to the and bone. then Dave comes in again with making me have to yep. keep it. Jesus Christ. Again, Dave. Thank you. <sighs> Dave's right, so bringing survivors to this. Yes. The survivors <laughs> are working to... Uh, 
The survivors are working to extinguish the fire when Charlie grabs Aaron out of his crib like an idiot. Do we notice him to one the of the extras? One of the extras is literally just beating a flame with a stick. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. It, just, just watch Jesus. it again. Like, oh, I can't wait like, to watch it again. Do you do oh, that extra? Found, found some of the heroin stash. I have yeah, it up on exactly. the second screen here. Oh, it's totally right. I wonder, do you get cast as an extra because you do shit like that, or do you get written to do that because you're an extra? Sometimes I wonder. Okay, I imagine they just like you know go over there and pretend to fight the fire. I, I mean, yeah. I would. I you know, hope. fight the fire with a stick. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for uh, Lost the Plot to come out. I'm sure there'll be some trivia about how the stick happened. They'll figure it out. I, I bet it was either Scott like or a- Steve doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Steve too. <laughs> that happened in one oh, of the earlier shit. episodes too. There's like there's a, a couple extras, and one the of them was just like fire. banging on a piece of metal with something. It's just like, oh, oh, that. shit, that's not doing anything. Oh yeah, yeah. I that. Yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. As, as, as someone who's been an extra in a few. Um, TV shows and movies and shit like that. They literally yeah. just say, right, when I call action, just do something. Look busy. Oh, yeah, just look busy. Look busy <laughs> with this. Like they Okay, just... so some idiot went, I'm gonna beat this fire with a stick is basically what happened. To look busy. All right. Derek, so Claire starts screaming see if we can that Charlie this. has <laughs> <laughs> Claire starts screaming that Charlie has taken her baby. Locke runs <laughs> over and demands that Claire hand Charlie hand hey, over Aaron. Charlie took my baby Charlie says I just wanted (sighs) to save him he screams at Locke everyone then ignores the fire and gathers around Charlie who's calling for Echo to tell him that he's doing the right thing this is not the way Echo says after he stirred up the pot earlier (laughs) Charlie says I know and he just ends up chucking Aaron into the ocean (laughs) Kobe fuck all of you (laughs) fuck you I know the way he punts him (laughs) (laughs) how's this way asshole (laughs) Locke again tries to get Charlie to hand over Aaron Charlie yells at him that Aaron is not his responsibility you're not his father you're not his family Charlie screams and I agree with Locke neither are you Charlie a savage riposte there man that was just yeah yeah. that's that's Mm. he punches him before he punches him yeah oh yeah yeah. And moment of appreciation for the fucking Foley artist on those punches. Those are some meaty Oh my god. I always say yeah. it sounds like a New York strip hitting, hitting a cement floor. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Charlie gives Aaron to Locke, who passes him to Claire. Locke then punches Charlie three times in the face and knocks him into the water. Everyone walks away, giving Charlie dirty looks while he rolls around in the surf. This is bad. Right, so like if somebody if somebody punched you and it actually made that sound, I feel like it would actually like liquefy your skull if it was making that sort of sound. <laughs> you would think, yeah. That's yeah. a walking that's dead punch. Decorated. That's a walking yeah. dead punch. Have you guys ever noticed how like all you have to do is like softly punch a zombie in the head and it explodes just, on the walking yeah. dead? Yeah. <laughs> Why are their heads so soft? They get more Sounds explosive like every, every season decaying. too. I mean, yeah, they're is decaying. It, they're you know, gas like, gases are building up inside. There's still a squishy. Yeah, why do they start exploding? That's know? what I'm saying. Because they have orifices. <laughs> That's true. It comes out of their orifices. They're oh, orifi- let's I don't stop know. saying that that. orifices. <laughs> oh, that word is cool. Orif- orify. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's the morning of day 56, and Charlie sits by the water with his beat up face. 
Jack walks over and tells him that he needs stitches. Charlie confesses to starting the fire, but Jack says he already knew because Jack knows everything. Mm-hmm. Jack also said that he needs to know that Charlie will never do anything like this again. Charlie says he knows no one believes him, but he didn't use despite wanting to do so. That's not what I asked. Charlie says, Jack. And Charlie replies, it's not going to happen again as Jack digs a needle into his face to give him stitches. I was in <sighs> stitches at this, at this point. This is a yeah, fun episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm not here in Edo. You're talking no sound. Yeah, Edo? That's because I was muted like a dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you did what I did earlier. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to yep. cut anything out of this episode. What were you saying, Edo? <laughs> I was saying that... Sh- oh. You know what? It's not even half as funny as the fact that I was fucking muted. Never mind. Just playing jazz now. Just playing jazz. Yeah. Sometimes all right. that's all you gotta say. It's a space so between the walking through the burned out area left by the fire. I wonder if it burned any of the trees that he liked. Oh, oh no, my yeah. trees. Yeah. No, it, but it turned the whole area into glass. They didn't nuke it. It was just a fire. <laughs> no, but but but, 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 but Saeed, Saeed knew yeah. it was going to burn the whole fucking thing down. So, oh, that's right, burn that sand. Yeah. yeah. Claire approaches and asks if he is a priest, and she asks Echo if if Echo thinks Aaron should be baptized. Echo tells her that when John the Baptist baptized Jesus, the skies opened up and a dove flew down from the sky. John interprets okay, the dove. Mm-hmm. Yes, is a dove flying down from the sky miraculous? I feel like if, if, a, no, if, a, if a dove somehow the emerged the from the earth and then <laughs> yeah, took off, I'd be like, "Where's it going to fly from? It's yeah, a where fucking else bird." <laughs> that's what i'm saying yes. if, the, if the earth offers it up and then it takes off and flaps all the dirt off its wings i'd be like holy john, shit yeah. this is weird john the baptist <laughs> taught that birds could only go as high as trees exactly. and he's like whoa <laughs> <what the laughs> fuck? it's a sign john the baptist is like a dog he doesn't look up oh my god <laughs> he just when that other birds couldn't fly any more than chickens could i guess i don't know it, Honestly, Chickens when you're looking limited. for miracles, you're going to find them. You're going to find yeah. them. Yeah. Right. Like in Toast. Exactly. <laughs> 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 like Jesus in a grilled cheese sandwich. Or in your uh, latte. Yeah. John interpreted the dove to mean that he had cleansed the man of all of his sins. Claire well, words that Aaron... Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Such> nonsense. <laughs> Jesus. It, Where does it, this shit come from? It pretty much all oh, Christian shit, I just saw faiths. A dove. I'm cleansed of my sins. Damn. Yeah. No, but in all Christian faiths, Jesus was born without sin. So what fucking right. sin is supposed to be cleansed of? To cleanse me of my sins, you're gonna need like all the doves in the world. But. This isn't this isn't new this isn't New Testament in my forties. This is lost in my forties. Yeah. <laughs> Claire worries that if Aaron is baptized, they won't be together since she is not. Echo offers to baptize them both. So the episode ends in another music montage. Locke pu- puts his statues puts the statues in the gun vault and changes the lock combination again. And then he's like Mr. Echo. Mm. <laughs> Yep. What? <laughs> you know, I realize can't you can't you. hear me doing. I know, <laughs> right? Gene Gamer does like an in-person bit when he's you know turning the key, where he's like, "Hey, look, I'm John Locke. 
Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Everyone's like, Big change in the lock. Uh, Everyone's Echo like, I wish you were still in a wheelchair. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, on, your, on, your, on your roll around, you walk about, whatever. Oh, God. So Mr. Echo baptizes Claire and Aaron. It's nighttime now, and Charlie sits alone by the fire on the beach. He pulls his hoodie up over his head and stares dead-faced at the fire. And that's the end of the episode. An hour and 45 minutes later. Right. <laughs> that's the last uh, yeah, so- <laughs> It took that's- longer to read the episode than it did the episode. Well, you know, we had, we had, to, we had to, some breaks well, yeah. for, for, for maturation and uh, uh, coffee yeah. and There such, are six so. of us on this call. When Dave and I yeah. try and record an episode with just two of us, it's three hours. Three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Typical Irishman, we-, we use twice as many words to say half as fucking little. <laughs> oh. you're, like, you're like ants. Is that true? <laughs> Break the laws of linguistics. You're like ants? No, I always thought ants? that, that yeah. the hobbits were supposed to be the Irish. Because Tolkien wrote it. He wrote it as like an alternate British history. And I just always thought that uh, that like the... The Shire was like Ireland, some o- over on the side there, and and I always pictured uh, that the Scots were um, dwar- the dwarves. The dwarves. Yeah. Oh, that kind of makes a lot of sense. That's just not always the way I pictured it in my head. I don't know if he intended it that way. If the hobbits were an allegory for the Irish, then it was very fucking whitewashed because they had a very peaceful existence. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah, That's I mean, it, it, of course, yeah. they, they don't show that part, but I just, I don't know. They don't, I they like don't the have like North Shire and, and South. Well, they do have the South Farthing. You know, maybe the maybe they got are, checkpoints uh, between the North the and the South Farthing. Yeah. Uh, All right, for the guys. Elves, hey, no, we're you're gonna, doing a, like, evil... This isn't Lord of the Rings in R42. <laughs> oh, I'm just listening. I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. I want to tell you guys about John the Baptist today. All right. Oh, fun. For fun facts. So, so, so it is uh, the New Ado, Testament of 40s. Ado already brought up one, one point that I was going to make, which is uh, the, the, the Lord doesn't make any sense because Jesus was supposed to be born without sin, but somehow John the Baptist baptized him to get rid of his sin. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised that... <laughs> that it doesn't make sense because it's all made up. When he was a kid, maybe he drew on the wall and that was his <laughs> one. Just get rid of that. Or he sleep wanked. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy, do I regret telling that story. <laughs> <laughs> my penis makes me a bad boy. So, so really quick, fun fact, when I told that story, my girlfriend who has been next to me this entire time just slowly... <laughs> looked over like what the fuck <laughs> she's like that was for us that was a that was a moment for us <laughs> yeah Can't be like, I, think, I think she assumed that well, now three more three other people in the world are going to know it now <laughs> in addition to us oh <laughs> my god guys... I could find. well but it's she's french thing. right so that's fine Oh, indeed. Oh, his girlfriend's French. Yeah, I like the French. They like dirty stuff and cheese. Yeah, they do yeah. it. They just do it. Why? The cheese. Yeah, I should have been French. Can I tell you Unless- guys about John the Baptist, or you just want to? Oh, please, John the Baptist. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Saint John the Baptist was is a uh, Jewish and Muslim prophet. The Christians made him into a saint, and uh, he was a, a rabbi. Uh, that went around preaching God's final judgment was coming soon, and he decided that the way to uh, make it into heaven, I guess it 
hard to know if he thought there was a heaven. Jews don't. But again, this was sort of like a transition into Christianity here. So uh, he thought if you were baptized, you know, you would cleanse of your sins. So the Christians sort of tweaked the prophet story to claim that during uh, John the Baptist's life that he was foretelling the coming of Jesus. So it's two kind of side-by-side stories because we know that Christians stole stuff from the Jews. Uh, Anyway, so... John the Baptist uh, spent some time wandering alone in the desert for several years. Uh, Then he shows up in a region of Jordan, the Jordan River Valley, as a prophet. He had his own disciples, and uh, Jesus was actually (laughs) Jesus was actually among one of his disciples, and that was where he was baptized, Uh, or as you know the story goes. Um, And so that's when I was going to bring up that that makes no fucking sense, but. We already discussed that. So the primary sources for information about uh, John's life, we actually do have some documentation that he was a real person, uh, not, you know, unlike Jesus. Um, So the four Gospels write about him, but they all write different things about him because none of the Gospels match each other, of course. Anyone who actually has read the Bible knows that. Um, But we also he also appears in uh, the Acts of the Apostles and the Jewish historian Flavius Josephus, who wrote, of course, the Antiquities of the Jews. Uh, so he was mentioned in there. Um, so he was born somewhere in Judea to a priest and uh, his wife, who is thought to have been perhaps a relative of Mary. His uh, formative years again were spent in the in the desert before he started preaching, and then. Um, He was active, most active in the region in years like 27 to 29, Uh, and his mission was to address like all ranks and stations of Jewish society. So he he kind of, he had his little following, but he tried to preach to every, you know, uh, caste, I guess is kind of the system they were in at that point. Uh, And his message was that God's judgment on the world was imminent, as it always is, 2,000 years ago, uh, and that to prepare for this judgment, people had to repent their sins, and he came up with the idea of uh, baptism. So I remember the summer of 29. (laughs) Do you? (laughs) Was it a wild one? (laughs) So he was known, uh, John the Baptist was known to have like this really weird strict diet um, of uh, uh, avocado toast and hu- yeah, no, no locusts and honey. From a bee's arse. <laughs> yeah, but it was <laughs> locusts and honey. No word on if it was directly from a bee's ass. And his from followers were known to uh, fast far beyond what the typical like Jewish law required at the time. So they were just in the desert starving themselves. I'm sure there were no problems there. Uh, that's, how they, that's how they kept their, their abs looking so fucking good. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, inter, intermittent fasting's all the rage now. That's not all that impressive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just they true. They were just doing a juice cleanse. <laughs> a juice cleanse. So, oh, no. <laughs> See, thank you. I'm, I'm, Bravo. I'm glad so, Bravo. somebody's actually yes. listening to me. Yes. All right, so let's talk about his death really uh, quickly. He was imprisoned by uh, Herod the ruler of Galilee. And Herod had illegally married Herodias, why they have the same names is weird, but uh, who was the divorce... That's why it was illegal. It's probably a boon thing. (laughs) It was illegal because... 
it was illegal because she was the divorced wife of his half-brother. And so he divorced his wife to marry his half-brother's ex-wife, and I guess that's against Jewish law. Well, John started preaching against that and and telling people that this was illegal. And so uh, he cut his head off. And uh, there's, you know, super famous, I'm sure everybody's seen, there's lots of like Renaissance paintings of, you know, his head on a platter. It's a very common depiction of the saint. And um, right after that, Herod lost like a huge battle. And so it was thought that uh, that was divine vengeance for killing John. His hands supposedly still exist. Uh, one of them, the right hand, which is missing its index finger, uh, but it is thought to be the hand that actually baptized Jesus, is claimed to be in a Serbian uh, Orthodox monastery in Montenegro. And people go there and they kiss the dead hand of John the Baptist. It's really yeah. gross, but... Does anyone uh, wank with it? <laughs> <laughs> Not Do a new meaning. <laughs> Give a new <laughs> meaning to the term hand job. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Got a hand and, job from John the Baptist. Yeah, so his <laughs> left hand supposedly uh, is like in John an Armenian. The Baptist. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> At the moment of climax, you see a fucking dove flying out of the sky. No, that's it. No, that's it. No, but uh, we don't care where the left hand is. That was enough of yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John the Baptist. I'm gonna have nightmares gonna... about that. I thought your facts were going to be about the development and popularization of uh, of disposable nappies. Oh my god, yeah. it was not. Would you rather I talked about diapers? Apparently, you would. Yeah, he likes diapers. You know what? <sighs> I, I used to have to go to church with my grandparents, and I fucking hated it. I was always bored to tears. And when you talked about John the Baptist, it, it kind of triggered me. It's the same kind of thing. I was like, oh my god, I was so fucking bored. On the contrary, I, I thought I thought that was interesting as fuck. Thank you. No, they were maybe just. <laughs> I think. Methodist See, or whatever the fuck. Uh, Dave liked it, so there. You throw in a trigger warning at the beginning. I did have to go to church with my grandparents who were Catholic. Catholic, yeah. Well, you were safe at least. <laughs> from the priest. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Yes. Christy, what's your best and worst moment of this episode? Um, so my best moments, uh, number one, Hurley and Libby doing laundry in the hatch. They're, mm-hmm. they're just really sweet together. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, even though I'm an agnostic, I really enjoyed all of the, the, I enjoyed the baptism scene with Echo and his conversation mm-hmm. with Claire. Um, it was just a very sweet scene. Um, as far yeah, as my worst mo- moments go. He's tender go with her. He's tender. He's tender with her. Same way he is with Anna Lucia, really. He's, he's just kind of tender with everyone who deserves it, I think. Well, you yeah. know, he's... <laughs> Echo is just a really incredible character, um, and I can forgive him the whole the throat Catholic slashing thing. business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know. Yeah. Well, those <laughs> are bad people. Yeah. Bad people that, I didn't know those amazing. people out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> and they were and they were bad people. So yeah, no, but that was amazing. I thought she was going to say she forgives him for being a murderer. She's like, no, for being a Catholic. <laughs> Murder is easier to forgive sometimes. Oh my god, Christy, what's your, what's your worst moment? Um, almost the whole episode. I just really, <laughs> really did not like this episode. Oh wow, yeah. sorry. Okay. Worse yeah. than Anna Lucia? 
No. Nothing's no, she okay. hates no, her. Nothing is as bad as Anna Lucia. <laughs> All right, Dave, you gave us yours uh yours earlier. Ado, did you have a, a best and worst moment for this episode? Um I think worst moment. I mean, I kinda have a funny answer. Like like the nappy commercial, easily the worst moment in it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's tough. Although, although that, that that's the funny answer. The, the serious answer to that worst moment is when um, Charlie takes the baby near the end of the episode. Like, yeah. holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. How, yeah, like, what you are you doing? Tense. It's tense. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie, can like, you not read he, the room, buddy? <laughs> yeah, he should have told people that he was high. At least it would somewhat explain his um, I like, had also my best was Hurley and Libby doing laundry. It's just such a sweet scene. And and I love that Hurley's got a love interest. It's great. Um, and my worst moment, now I feel bad. It probably should have been the baby stealing, but it was when Liam sold the piano. It was just like, fuck, dude, Did what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I was. Derek, what, what did you take away from this? Uh, the best, the best moment was the um, the laundry scene in the hatch, and the worst moment was when they were doing the uh, diaper commercial. It was just so stupid. It's tough to watch that scene because it's yeah. like you just feel from like, holy shit, this is where your career is now. Like this is how Lord. desperate they are to get a couple bucks. Yeah, you know what? There's a lot of pop artists and rock artists who later end up doing shit like that. Snoop Dogg is doing commercials for Just Eat. I I saw he I saw he and Martha Stewart do a yeah him uh, and Martha like Stewart do commercials thick, they're like lighter ass. they do a cooking yeah and thing. she and she's like talking yeah. about using it to light candles and then they're like or and they just see Snoop so it's like obvious what they mean yeah. by that that was kind of yeah. clever but yes yeah, Snoop Dogg is gone nothing, weirdly there's nothing mainstream. he won't do for money there's nothing he won't right. do. I mean, funny enough without naming names the company I work for Snoop Dogg did an ad for us all right I Ooh. swear to God oh wow. <laughs> Uh, well, there you go. Ben, what are your best and worst? Well, uh, to me, the, the <laughs> diaper video was, was my favorite moment, but I, but I think it's probably <laughs> only because it was a moment of realization. Yeah, diaper fetish. It's, it is a moment of realization that I still have a lot of work to do on myself. Oh, you are so um, ridiculous. So it was all these years I've known you, I never knew this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Point yeah, of fact, um, I've never seen my husband in a diaper. Just FYI, I just want to throw that out there. It has we not happened. We make that happen. <laughs> it looks like I might have to. You shouldn't to. <laughs> make that happen. Does he does he sleep wank though? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I told uh, you least, all three of my, my husbands least, have sleep uh, wanked. He is included my, in that. <laughs> may I continue? My least favorite moment um <laughs> it was not actually in the episode, but it's a uh, it was Liam's moment of conception. Okay, oh my I'm god. Good with that. <laughs> yeah. He's I agree. he's a wanker. <laughs> yeah. He's a git. Fuck him. That man it should have been a wank. Yeah. He should have been spurred into his daddy's yeah, sock. Exactly. <laughs> oh, he and shit. 50 million of his brethren. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do our power rankings. We uh, welcome Dave and Ado to join us. It won't officially count in the uh, spreadsheet that we have because that would be weird to uh, maneuver. But we would like to hear them. Uh, Ado, did you have, do you have best and worst characters? Um... I hadn't prepared, no. But I mean, best character of the show. Do you know what? I'm gonna give it to John Johnny Locke. Okay. I'm gonna give yeah, that's I'm gonna give it to Johnny Locke. You know, it like it's tough to stand up to somebody uh, in the face of, you know, their addiction and 
by golly, does he stand up to Charlie and put him <laughs> in his fucking place? Like he's oh, the yeah. responsible. Yeah. Puts him in the surf with three good old punches. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then Do you I have think a worst. worst. Yeah, worst. I, I think you can all predict this one. It's easily Charlie. Yeah, yeah. easily for me. Hmm. He stole a ben. baby. <laughs> he did steal the baby. <laughs> he did. But he was going to baptize him. <sighs> ben. You're asking me for my best or worst. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so my, my best character is Locke for the same reason. He's just, you know, keep, trying to keep people on the path, um, even though I, I feel like in recent episodes, he's gotten a little more, uh, a little, a little, a little lost, a little more ineffectual since uh, hey. he's figured out like his, his, his mission or whatever his, his destiny is not quite as uh, vaunted as he had thought before. It's right. It's routine, never what but, he thought it should yeah. be right yeah. yeah sitting there pushing a key every 108 minutes yeah gotta yeah be disappointing it's, it's got to be a, a real step up from being regional collection supervisor at a box company uh, <laughs> he was also see. a general thank you that the colonel i believe <laughs> i believe he was a colonel yeah, anywho um for worst i mean oh, liam colonel. liam liam yeah yeah yeah, he's just got to go. Uh, and then second worst for me is going to be Charlie. So it's just those brothers are. Uh, so that's how favorites. I had mine too. I, I had I, I had Liam. I'm at going the top. to keep going because now I got to tell who I'm going to fuck and who I'm going to kill. Oh yeah, I completely forgot. I didn't let you do fucking I'm, kill yeah, you, Ado. Oh, you think I'm not, about that? Same time. I'm not going to fuck anybody. Uh, I'm going to kill Drive Shaft. Oh, that's a good idea. I don't think yeah. we've killed Drive Shaft before. Ado, if you want to no. think on that, I'll come back to you. Uh, I'll do mine now because I tried to jump in there. Sorry, Ben. Um, I had Liam as the worst as well. I like I give him credit for wanting to take care of his family, but you can't like do it at the expense of someone else. And Charlie, second, so many lies, baby stealing. I didn't have a third this week. It was just the brothers that were bad. Uh, but that's not going to stop me from fucking them. I'm going to have a threesome and be the meat in a Pace Brothers sandwich. <laughs> oh yeah, Eiffel Tower. <laughs> My- <laughs> uh, (laughs) my best character though was actually claire uh for a lot of the same reasons that people said with Locke, like standing up to charlie and she was doing the right thing for her baby i had Locke as second uh, for uh, you know being ever vigilant and keeping people on track and and gambling down on charlie and i had my i had echo in my third spot just because he's always awesome and uh i love him i i'm gonna kill drive shaft too because that's a good idea christy what, what were your characters? <clears throat> um, I think I'm kind of along the same lines as a lot of you. My top three are Locke, Echo, Claire. Bottom three, Charlie, Liam, Driveshaft. Um, <laughs> I'm going to fuck Libby because she looked cute in her purple top. Oh, she did. Um, yeah, that's true. And I'm going to kill Driveshaft. I'm starting to okay. theme here. <laughs> Dave? Did you okay, have I uh, came, some character I came, rankings? Yeah, oh, oh, I did. I came armed with controversy here, okay? So I'll try and get through this as quick as I can. <laughs> All right, so my top three. Number three, Libby. It was just great to see her again. She's a sweetheart. I love her. Number uh-huh. two was Saeed. I thought he was on his shit when the fire broke out. He knew exactly oh. what to do. Number one was Claire. She was emotionally mature. Yeah. She knew exactly how to deal with Charlie. She didn't make him, you know, she made him feel uh, bad when it was appropriate to. But at the start of the episode, she's like, I just want some space. You know, I thought she dealt with right, everything right. really well in this episode. My bottom three. Hey, here's my controversy. So the third Uh-oh. worst, Locke. You're fucking wrong <gasps> and you know it. Yeah. I thought Locke, I'm containing it to this what? episode, right? I thought Locke uh, did not handle himself well. I 
Didn't like that he punched Charlie a bunch of times. Locke is usually very emotionally mature, very calm oh. and zen. And he did. Okay. I thought punching Charlie was a step too far. He got the baby back. He Everybody was disappointed in Charlie and he just had to put him down there. Not cool. Number two, Mr. Echo. For the oh. line, uh, Claire, Claire asked if I'm not, you know, if Aaron's baptized and I'm not, will we not see each other? And he said, not if you're baptized too. Textbook religious uh, manipulation. manipulation scare I actually had that in my summary. I okay. said smooth manipulation there, Echo. Yeah. Yeah, Worst you're character. you're making some good you're making some good uh you're Thank some you. good points here. My yeah. boy Thank wicked you. smart. <laughs> worst <laughs> worst character, not controversial, it was Liam. Uh selling Charlie's yeah. piano did it for me. What a what right. prick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then for my fuck kill, I've got a theme for both of them. So I really Ooh. like the Hurley Libby dynamic and I want to see that happen. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna fuck Hurley to give him confidence and I'm gonna <laughs> kill Sawyer. I'm going to kill Sawyer because Sawyer is the only person that's going to throw him off his game. And I that's really right. want it to happen. So fuck Harley, kill Sawyer. I love it. It's oh, great. It's perfect. Ado, have you thought of a fuck killer? Should we go to Derek first? Oh, no. I'll, 100%. It's always going to be Sawyer. Okay. I'll always fuck Sawyer. I don't give a fuck. He's got a second screen time. But he is my choice. I'm, like, I'm Sawyer not even, is the best. I'm not even bisexual. I'm, I'm straighter than uncooked pasta. But Sawyer, <laughs> always. That yeah, no, me too. I would take one for the team to give Hurley some confidence. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And I'd, All right. I and I would let him do whatever he wants. I'm I'm I would bottom for Sawyer, hundred percent. Oh my god. <laughs> Easily. Easily. What, what does your girlfriend's face look like right now? <laughs> It hasn't changed. She's <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Has she watched Lost too? Does she yeah. watch it? Hates it. Uh. <laughs> Fucking hates it. Perfect. That's all right. That's all right. Do you have anybody you're going to kill, Edo? Oh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Um, echo. <laughs> oh, yep. wow. Really? Ah. Yep. Echo. That's, that's shocking for us. He did stir us. the pot, too. Hey, he yeah, did. He, yeah, did. He, he did. He was starting shit. And as Dave said, religious scaremongering. Can't hack it. No, not yeah, a chance. Yeah, Sorry, I, goodbye. You're Boom, right. headshot. <laughs> Derek, ah. chime in. Where where did you have? Yeah. Well, my best was Locke, you know, just for keeping this cool for most of the episode until, yeah, he knocked Charlie into the ocean. Well deserved. Uh, then Hurley, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Hurley's second because he's, you know, just funny. And then I actually had Sawyer's third because he's trying to, you know, you know, give, you know, egg Hurley on to, you know, drop a load. <laughs> <laughs> Get the baby batter the off worst, the brain. Yep. And, oh, and the worst, God. of course, is Liam because he's just a piece of shit. And Charlie's second worst. I didn't have a third worst. But I'm going to fuck Libby, especially in the laundry. In the, in the in, laundry, uh, like, doing on laundry, like on a pile of laundry. laundry <laughs> doing, while doing laundry in the hatch. Got it. All right. And then I'm going to kill Drive Shaft because they just got to go. Uh, clean sweep for Drive <laughs> okay. Shaft for, for, the, for the local yep. yokels. Oh, right. Um, ben Jammin. Final power nice. rankings. Please. Final power rankings. Uh, a little bit of movement, but not on top. We still have Mr. Echo in, in the lead, though he didn't really gain a whole lot of ground or extend his lead much this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Locke pulled into a, a firm second position. And uh, we had uh, Kate still in third place. Um, but it's it's really sort of a one-horse race with Mr. Echo up front right now. We did have some movement on okay. the bottom side of things. Uh, 
dropping into last place is Charlie. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost. He he yep. he plunged beneath Mr. Cooper or Randy Douchebag Nations, and uh, so yeah, he's bottom of the barrel now with uh, with Randy Douchebag uh, relinquishing that first spot for the second, and then we still have Mr. Wow. Cooper, the organ stealer, uh, in second and third to last. Wow! Damn, Charlie, he fucked up. Charlie. Yeah, I'm you know it's going to get worse when, for him every time, next week too. Every, other than Shannon, every time somebody has an episode, they normally go way up in the rankings. So we're like, hey, we really like their backstory, or whatever. Every time Charlie has one lately, we're just like, every he goes down because you're just like, really? Yeah, you're sort of a spare man. Yep. All right, let's do some final impressions, Christy. What what did you feel about did, this episode? Other than you hated it, <laughs> um, a lot of the episode just made me feel uncomfortable. Do you think that's you know, the point, though? Probably. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't like it because it made me feel uncomfortable. Um, I'm thinking more, now that I've heard everybody else's opinions about it, I'm thinking more about how I liked the little religious scenes with Echo in it. Um, mm-hmm. I can understand how it would be seen as religious manipulation. Um and I guess that even after 46 years uh, and and being an agnostic, I still have this Catholic thing behind me that, you know, part of me it. is still comforted. Yeah, yeah. By, it, yeah, you get the emotion of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he right? I, I didn't necessarily see it as he was being religiously manipulative. I saw it as he was trying to comfort Claire, but uh-huh. I can see the flip side of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's kind of given me a little bit of th- to think about. So, thank you. Hey, Ben, what did you think of this episode? You're a Charlie hater. Yeah, I mean, I, I sympathize with Charlie. His his actions make me think he's he's just sort of a, I don't know, a, a, a bit of a weakling. I hate to put it that way, but um, uh-huh. I like the episode for several reasons. One, you know, they started off with sort of the. Um, throwing that, that sort of dichotomy between like, you know, I'm going to be the artist or I'm going to be the, you know, I'm going to be the blue collar worker. My mother wants me to be this way. My dad wants me to be this way. So he already has this sort of tension and family kind of ripping him, ripping him apart. Then he gets into the band with Liam or whatever. Then family proves to not be, you know, ultimately what's most important. So I feel like between like the drugs, the religion, the family, he's somebody who, who has no center. He doesn't even know who he is. Because yeah. he's always been pulled away from, you know, th- to all of these things that, at least in my mind, are, are mostly nonsense. Um, and he's now at a place where most of those things don't really matter anymore. And he's searching for himself. So I think I, I like hmm. the episode because we're finding, like, we're, we're seeing him flailing right now. Right? He, he, he has yeah. no center. And he just... Um, so I liked it for that reason. Otherwise, I found it, like... As far as kind of furthering the plot or whatever, I felt like we were just in sort of a, a holding position. Um, that's that's really about it. Should okay. have been a butcher. <laughs> Should have beat that. Uh, Dave, did yep. you have something uh, prepared? You sound super prepared. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Uh, not so much of final impressions. I did. I, I did. Right. I, my, my honorable mentions. I forgot from my top and bottom three characters. Oh, honorable uh, mention honorable, for top go. character was Aaron because he's a good little baby. Uh, bottom character, <laughs> honorable, honorable mention, 
was the Virgin Mary because she was hiding heroin, and that's not uh, that's not that's what not cool. To do. It's not good. My right? final impression: <laughs> she was key, um, she was keistering it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah decent episode oh, overall it's interesting to just dip into a random point in season two like i said we haven't gotten right. this far in our <laughs> podcast yet but uh yeah the dream sequences didn't work all that well for me and i hated yeah. charlie's mom's accent um <laughs> there were a couple of emotional scenes when liam started crying about dropping his kid i i that actually touched me a little bit like i thought that was good yeah. acting and i i hate yeah. that yeah. actor plays him so i like that was um I thought he did well there. Uh, well, you hate the actor too. Well, just I, I, just the performance. I just I, oh, okay. I, I think okay. I'm I'm uh, I think I'm like you, Ben. I just the whole Charlie thing doesn't really work for me. It's all very cliched and and uh, uh, yeah. stereotypical yep. rock star. It's it's just very tired to me. Uh, yeah. And it's great to see Hurley and Libby and make progress in their relationship as well. That's great. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dave or Ado, <laughs> thank you, Dave. Did you uh, have a final impression for us? Decent episode, seven out of ten. Would recommend. Okay. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, mean, I like it. I like it. <laughs> what can I say that hasn't already been said? My, I, I don't have any opinions Shmegma. that we really divert from anyone else's, but Shmegma, that was your answer. <laughs> yeah, Shmegma was my answer. That had not come oh up in God. conversation yet. So. Did anybody this else not know the great. word smegma until they played Cards Against Humanity? Or just oh me? no, I knew it. Uh, I, well, I know that it. because <laughs> I uh, work in the or worked in the veterinary industry for ten years, so all male yeah. dogs come in with smegma on their wankers. Yeah. I learned. I learned <laughs> so what I it meant. It. I learned what it meant when I had to look up on Google. Um, oh, what was it? I, I like I got a new cheese. And I couldn't remember <laughs> what the taste of it reminded me of. <laughs> so you looked up smegma? What? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. What? <laughs> no. Wait, I'm just, we got several things to dive into right here. Let's, let's, let's yeah, unpack this, this a little bit. Yes. That, this is its own no, no. app. We're going to do a bonus episode on the first time Edo tasted no. smegma. No, no, no. Y'all aren't. No, you're not. Y'all aren't hearing me here, right? <laughs> I'm not saying I have tasted actual smegma, but the taste of the cheese remi- it, it made me. Was think it like a Stilton of- or something? Oh, it was a blue Can you imagine cheese. what kind of cheese? It's like what kind of cheese you bite into and go like this tastes like the goop on the end of a dick. I think There's I can jump art- to it. Any Irish people listening, it's Cashel Blue, okay? It was Cashel oh, Blue. Cashel Blue. Okay. I think I'd jump to Ado's defense here and say that it doesn't taste like 70% smell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I was like, this is what I All imagine right. that would taste that like. Like when you say it tastes like shit. Oh. I mean, except for Ben, you may not have ever ate shit, so. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This is what I meant. This is what I meant. Uh, <sighs> no, Smegma tastes give... totally different. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give a final impression. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I do recall from an earlier episode of Lost the Plot that apparently y'all are not as circumcised as Americans are. So maybe Magma is. Yeah. Maybe the Magma is more prevalent. Magma is is a daily reality in Ireland. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Wow. I just didn't take a deep breath. 
And that would be our episode title if this was one of our podcasts. I, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. I'm just now. I'm just thinking about Ireland. It's different than I had imagined. So <laughs> all, of sudden, all of a sudden, Dublin doesn't seem so so enticing now that you know it's schmegmatic. Schmegmatic. <laughs> There's a smeg alert. We're famous for beer, potatoes, and dick cheese. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> well, I never thought we would get to discussing dick cheese. <clears throat> really? Yeah. I figured it would happen eventually. If you never go yeah. there, you never get there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yep. All right, my fucking final impressions of this episode. Um, I empathize with Charlie. I sympathize with Charlie. I understand what it's like to be in a relationship with a person that drags you into a dark fucking place. With him, it's his brother. With me, it was one of the husbands. But once you get oh, into that, that nice. place... It, <laughs> Thanks not- for not telling. <laughs> <laughs> once you get into that place... It's so it can be so hard to drag yourself out of it. And and I just I understand what that's like. And so I, I tend to always be on Charlie's side, even when he acts a fool. Um, steals babies. Like, it steals babies. As far as furthering the plot. Um, I mean, it, it, it kind of does in a way. We'll, we'll see that in the next few episodes, you know, sort of this road that Charlie starts to go down. But um I, I overall I appreciate the episode, but yeah, it does it does feel like sort of one of those holding place kind of kind of episodes where not a yeah. ton happens. Um, but yeah, overall I mean, I'll go with the no seven Nikki out of ten too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't wait till we get there. You love that episode. <sighs> yeah, exactly. That's season three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Derek, tell us about your final impressions and what are your questions this week. Pretty much along the same lines. It was kind of a holding pattern episode um, that Liam is a total douche that really, you know, screws up Charlie's life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Charlie has those dreams and he becomes obsessed with making sure that um, Aaron gets baptized, which, you know, upsets all the other survivors, especially Locke. Uh, mm-hmm. But my biggest question is, why does Aaron have to be baptized? What's he in danger from? Antichrist. Mm. The Aaron, the Aaron uh, story is one of those ones that goes a little haywire as far as like uh, continuity. So um, we'll 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 visit Aaron again later, Derek, and uh, find out or not why he needed to be baptized. Oh, I am exhausted. I need a nap. This was great. <laughs> oh, as an aside, I wanted oh, to another. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I meant to do this all the way at the very beginning. I wanted to apologize to Dave's ma in advance for all of the cursing that we were going to do. So, oh, you think he's she's going to listen to this? Yeah, I love how I love how you guys say me ma. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) It's really great that that's how you refer to your mom. They say me ma in the south, but they call her my me (laughs) ma. Hey, Mima. Yeah, but that's one word. Yeah. They're, they're, what they're, yeah, the, yeah. the me is possessive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's funny. Right. Mima yeah. is grandma. Yeah. yeah. She'll be really happy to, uh, be, Mima will be really happy for the shout out. So shout yeah. out. Yeah. She made it all the way <sighs> to the U.S. Oh, oh boy. Um, yeah. Oh, I ben. owe your mother such an apology, Dave. <laughs> 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 All right, she'll probably uh, text me she listens to this and goes I really enjoyed it but what's smegma <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I thought that was the stuff that came out of volcanoes oh, oh. <laughs> liquid <laughs> oh, smegma 
<laughs> no, she already asked me that question before. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. All right, guys. Before uh, we say goodbye, I want to say thank you to Dave and Ada. This has been great. Um, it's uh, really fun. I just want to say thanks. I hope you had a good time and uh, you don't like totally regret uh, jumping into our deep, dark circle of nasty talk. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for having us, and, so, and sorry to both you and your listeners for the episode length. That is entirely our fault. No, <laughs> never apologize for the length. No, never no. apologize for the no, length. No, yeah, I never do. <laughs> Just the all right, Ado, right. did you want to tell us? It's the motion of the ocean. Ado, did you have any other uh, personal things you wanted to tell us before we go? <laughs> did I? <laughs> Any things that happen right. in your we sleep, maybe? We got pretty maybe? personal with smegma, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. Uh, next week, we are going to be doing episode 13. It is called The Long Con. It's a Sawyer episode, and Christy's going to give it to us. I think it's your first taste of Sawyer. Giggity. And uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Let's give them all a goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye, Bye all. Lost in My 40s is a Space Bear Media production. Executive produced and edited by me, Lacey J. Sound engineering, editing, and original music by Benjamin Trim. Like and follow Lost in My 40s on Facebook to interact with your hosts. Plus, follow Space Bear Media on YouTube to watch our episode pre-shows. You can also find us at Space Bear underscore media on Instagram and Twitter. Or... Come to our website, spacebearmedia.com.